welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday the 21st of January 2012. <laughs> I mean, I had to think about that while yeah. I was saying the word 2000. 2000 and 11-12. 11-12. I'm your host, Dad Train, joining me today, uh, Zachary Burgess. Yeah. 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 And Robert Kemp. Mm. <laughs> he has no words. Just noises. He just slaps me on the knee. <laughs> <laughs> My phone was falling in your chair. Slaps me on the knee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, we're so funny. No. <laughs> anyway, yes, this is a podcast about video games. As you well you know. Well, as you well you know. Hopefully. As you well you know. Yeah. Better the well you know. You know. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a great one. I have, I have that feeling. <laughs> right. <laughs> Should we get straight into the news? Has anyone got any good news this week? Um... I saw weeks. some more information about that the supposed XCOM turn oh, based yeah. game that's meant to be coming out. Yeah, it's coming out before the other. Yeah, one, which is funny. It's been like delayed <laughs> to next year. Yeah, if it ever comes out. At yeah, all. basically. I mean, I saw quite a lot of gameplay footage of that one. The the, yeah. the first person shooter. Maybe they've turned around and thought, actually, you know what, we're going to have to do something a bit less generic in order to. Well, it's like... not generic. It's just. I, just, I don't know. It had, it, the <laughs> well, no, alien design is kind of cool with the kind of bloopy black sort of squarey things. Do you know? Sort you know of, what I mean? but maybe the gameplay was just a straight shooter. Well, it wasn't because like... it was tactical. Because it, it it felt basically like Mass Effect with slightly improved squad um, mechanics. Right. But I think it even had that pause to to, to assign, other things, yeah, yeah, to to launch powers or whatever that your guys had and stuff. Beow. But it, it, I don't know. It still didn't look that great. I had to, I have to say. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I saw some more stuff about them. The like Fractus this one. Yeah, the Fractus. And the first... The actually exciting one. Well, it's exciting, but you immediately have... It's like, as soon as you see anything about it, you immediately start going, oh, well, that's not like the original, which is just going to make it slightly worse and slightly yeah. worse. And it's like, it's like, there's a lot of little mini things that are probably going to make it not nearly as cool, but it will probably be okay. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, it's like, it's on a hex grid. And oh. I'm not sure, it's like... Okay. I'm just, for, I mean, for Civ, changing to hexes made sense. Sure, yeah. And like, well, and also for Civ, from like getting rid of unit stacks. <laughs> that was the other main thing that made it a lot more tactical. Yeah, no stack of doom, yeah. <laughs> but but um, it's like, I'm not sure about, because the idea of like taking cover in a hex grid, doesn't yeah. that just make it incredibly more complicated? Because you have to consider like, really you're not just behind a wall or not behind a wall, you can be behind two bits of wall or... <laughs> Yeah, so if you're behind cover of one square, you could still be attacked from two sides. Yeah. Like, from vaguely ahead of you. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So it's like the hex grid is a bit weird, and, well, they've already, it already seems like they're getting rid, they're like super simplifying the movement system or whatever. Right. So it's just like move and shoot. No more like time units like you used to have. Okay. But supposedly there's meant to be this classic mode, which is like, the, on the difficulty screen, it's like beginner, and then it goes up to whatever, like, probably superhuman if they're going to steal the old difficulty levels, and then classic mode. It's like harder than superhuman, so will that reintroduce time units or whatever? Make it more complicated? Wait, wait, so what I mean, you can only move a certain number of spaces instead of like... Well, it's, it uncouples movement and, and shooting from the same... Because the time units are used up in movement and shooting in the original. So it's like, you can run a long way, but then you couldn't do anything else. Or you could sit still and shoot a lot. <laughs> so was it still, you only moved by squares, then, in, in the original? Yeah, but, like, squares? different different terrain and stuff used different amounts of time and that sort of thing. Yeah, because I was wondering if they were going to do a, um, 
uh, Valkyria Chronicles on it and like incorporate time as like that stamina bar that you get. Yeah. Again, that, that wasn't grid based at all, though, was it? No, no, it's completely not. That's more like. Oh no. Oh, no. It's like not being grid based does make that more complicated, yeah. in fact, really. So I thought that was where <laughs> they were going to take it. But in a way, I'm kind of glad that going to the non from partly because it's not such a rip off and partly because. You know, that style of game doesn't exist anymore in its grid form. So, But I also don't like the sound. One other thing that I was mentioned that I also thought was a bit... Was sort of another thing that was kind of why the old game had more tactics to it. And now you get, like, soldier classes. Mm-hmm. So instead of you just giving guys weapons and then... Well, it's like the way it used to work was if you gave guys heavy weapons and made them run around a lot, then their strength would gradually go up. Because, you know, they were carrying heavy shit. shit. Yeah. Is XCOM... Sorry to interrupt, but is XCOM, like... Like, can you play it? Is it, like, too ugly to play now? Or can no. You, can you just play it? In fact, I've been playing it, so... Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm going to talk about that. Might as well do that now. Can you just get it on Steam or whatever? Yes. It was on sale recently, which is why I started playing it. Because a load of other people started playing it on my friends list, and I was like, oh, no. Did you just, like, run it in a window? It runs on some dos boxy kind of oh, malarkey, okay. as they often do. Okay. I'm just wondering because I'm vaguely interested in. I'm not sure if it's. It. I'm not sure if it is windowed. There's and they're also not very compatible with Steam overlay, supposedly. Of course. Oh, I don't care about the overlay as long as it doesn't crash. Yeah, but I mean, I I I was still running the. I think I have the Windows version, but not the DOS version. Not it's like the slightly updated for original version. But then I, ever since the last time I played it, I've discovered yet another, even better patch to make it work under Windows and, and fixes a load of bugs and shit, and actually increases functionality. This guy who's wrote this patch has actually oh, cool. made the whole game better somehow. Well, that's the kind of thing you need. Like, what I want, kind of, to play is the XCOM equivalent of, like, the Transport Tycoon awesome stuff. Oh, what, like the Open TV or whatever? Yeah, Open Transport Tycoon. They should just do that with XCOM. Yeah, pretty much. Because, like, what's the good XCOM game? Is it the sequel, Terror from the Deep? Or is it, or is it the well, first one? Well, people seem to like Terror from the Deep, but I've never tried it. But I think, as far as I know, that Terror from the Deep is just a lot harder. <laughs> Which I'm not sure. And I don't really like the underwater aesthetic as much from what yeah. I've seen of it. Fair enough, mm-hmm. yeah. I just like, you know, you're in a farm or whatever. <laughs> or in a city. Yeah, that sounds cool, though. But well, yeah, what was Apocalypse like? Because that came out once I was actually had a PC in like ninety six oh, or something. I can't remember. I, well, I didn't pay attention beyond. It was like the the, uh, the only ones I really know were like the turn based one, and then when when you had the space <laughs> one of the space flying ones as well. Interceptor. Yeah. Interceptor. I had that. That was that was a cool like idea. <laughs> yeah. Like I think this new one, the first person shooter, kind of reminds me of Interceptor because it's like a hybrid of an FPS and XCOM in the same way that Interceptor was a hybrid of a space shooter and X. Because yeah. you kind of build your bases and shit, and then it just turned into a, yeah. a space shooter. It's the same deal with a first-person shooter. Because yeah. they were trying to make a straight first-person shooter for years it's called XCOM Alliance, and that just got canned, didn't it? Because it never yeah. looked that good. And they did make they did make some kind of first-person thing in the end, I think, but it was terrible. Right, XCOM Alliance. Did that come out? I think it might have done. All right. Okay. It came out <laughs> on consoles or something. Uh, I'm not sure. But yeah. Anyway. But yeah, there's like one other thing that I thought was a bit weird from the chain from what they said is this soldier class thing where it's like you get specific soldiers and they can only use certain weapons. Yeah. But then they're supposed to have like abilities or whatever, special abilities. But the one that they mentioned specifically was the snipers can have move and shoot so that they can because normally the snipers can't move and shoot on the same turn. Right. I guess that sort of makes sense. Because it from uses a, a whole yeah from a, from a sort of a snipering sort of mechanic. I guess. 
But then the other thing is their other ability is like shoot at enemies that your teammates have spotted. But you could always do that in the original. That was like one of the key sort of elements of the tacticalness was like you'd just let like run shitty scouts out ahead of everyone and then pot shot them from miles away using your actual dudes or whatever. So what's the difference now? Well, now that's only a sniper ability. So you presumably, can't do that with a yeah. So presumably, if your other guys don't literally can't, don't literally they don't see share them. the vision range yeah. of, of everyone in the team. So that would be a bit weird, I suspect. I'm not sure if that's good or not. Well, we'll have to see. This is all kind of speculation. Well, yeah. Extent. And then the, they've shown a picture of the. Well, they've shown a picture of what theoretically might be the base building screen. Yeah. Where it's 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 a horizontal picture instead of a vertical instead of top down. It's a sideways slice. Right. Which, I mean, operates probably exactly the same. The same, yeah. If that is actually the screen, because it just looks like, you know, that yeah. could easily just be a concept Just art. an underground base. Yeah. It likes in tower. Yeah, it? basically. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, XCOM Alliance was, in fact, cancelled. Yeah. yeah it never, never made a release, but was so. going to be a tactical shooter. Well, there yeah, definitely is a first-person something around, right? Because I've seen a Let's Play of <laughs> someone bitching about how terrible it was. <laughs> so, yeah, as I say, maybe it was a leaked version of the code. Like, oh, some, yeah, I guess like, like some games, like, they eventually sort of start leaking stuff on the cancelled project. Could be. Yeah. So that was, that's the news about XCOM, I guess. The, the tactical I, I games saw, like come out before the machine. Well, I saw some screenshots of the actual, well, I don't know if they're just promotional or whatever, but I like the aesthetic. The aliens look sort of, cool in a kind of retro way and the guys with the guns look pretty awesome uh-huh. I don't know and it's slightly comic-y isn't it a yeah bit, like, maybe a little but in quite a nice way I thought it looked pretty cool it looks okay I guess it just depends on like what the actual mechanic the other trouble with if you're looking at like the old XCOM is just how it's basically the same problem I have with it every time where first it's like at the start there's not enough clue to what the fight you're meant to be doing. I guess that maybe you need a manual. That might help. But it's like, you don't know that you have to prioritise going through laser weapons and then you have to get this specific thing to unlock this specific thing. Where it's like, you have to capture an alien navigator in order to unlock the hyperwave decoder which gives you perfect radar coverage or whatever. Right, so you just, it just doesn't tell you. Yeah, you don't really know the first time you play it. But then obviously you learn so subsequent times you kind of get awesome at it. But then as the problem I've always had with it is just like there's this point where you, you you're you're still researching things but not very much, but you're just sort of waiting for guys to go through the psi training. Because you can't tell whether they're good at psi psychic, you know, defence or whatever until you've until you've sent them to the side lab, and that takes a whole month. And during that month, you still have to fight the you know the aliens or whatever. Yeah. It's the problem I always have. There's just this sort of bit where you're not really doing anything new. You're just sort of grinding the encounters over and over while you're waiting for something else to happen before you can go to the last mission. I'm not sure. That seems it's like it's the progression of the game overall that these, needs tweaking. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I remember finding that in... I think I was terrible at games when I was playing Interceptor, <laughs> but I seem to remember going along fine, and then suddenly they would just obliterate me with psychic power, and there was nothing I could do about it. No, yeah, yeah, no, I remember that. that the was, psychic no, power is always, has always been a bastard, like in, in the, ta- in the in, you know, UFO defence or whatever. Yeah. Mainly because, well, arguably people have said it's sort of, arguably it's actually a bug, but it's like the aliens don't actually need to be able to see you to... And but also equally, you don't actually need to be able to see them, which means you can kind of jiff it. Because if you just like go to a guy who's got the psychic thing and press the button to like take control of someone, you can just mouse your cursor over blackness, and then if it's over an alien, it highlights them. (laughs) 
<laughs> Which okay. sort of makes sense, because it's psychic. It's like you'd be able to detect their mind or something. But the way it does it yeah. is kind of dumb. Yeah, fair enough. It's like, maybe that's a bug. Maybe that was just something they weren't accounting for. It's not a bug, it's a feature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so perhaps they could have implemented it as the guy just turning around and going, I have a strange sensation in my mind tubes. <laughs> mind tubes, I like that. <laughs> awesome. Brain so that's the potential future act. What do we have a release date for that? No. Well, not as far as I know. Either. I haven't paid that much attention. <laughs> Before the FPS. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, uh, well, uh, that was the other thing that I didn't actually realise but should have been incredibly obvious when I saw a screenshot. It was like, oh wait, there's an X button prompt. Oh wait, this is coming out on console. Fuck. <laughs> it's like, that should have been really obvious. It's not going to oh, be yeah. a PC only release or whatever. Of course it's going to be console. Well, yeah. it's not, it's not, it wouldn't be totally obvious because like Civilization doesn't go out on console. For Apart from Civilization reasons. Revolution, which was a lot of practice true. made specifically for console always. That is true. Who makes Civ in general? Civ 5 and shit. Maxis. Sorry? Is it Maxis? No, it's not Maxis. Do they even exist? They're only a subsidiary oh, they make, now. They make Sims, yeah. yeah. I don't know. No. I, oh, no, it might be taken over by 2... Did it get taken over by 2K? I think they published. I'm not sure if they had any really much to do with making it. Mm. It might still be Fraxis doing most of the work. That's what I thought. I thought mm. Sid my work for them. Yeah, I think or so. is in charge of them. I get the feeling that that sounds about right. Cool. So, yeah. Any other news? I, well, I saw a few, uh, I was saying just that, I saw a few uh, uh, behind the scenes stuff on Max Payne 3. I think that looks like it's going to be pretty cool. You know it's what, I've been delayed been... to like May or something. But I don't know, there's something about, awesome. the. Uh, I've not been paying attention because there was something about the sort of like the tropical setting and the bald yeah, bearded. Well, it's not all like that, that's the thing. It's yeah. got classic New York in the snow with the leather jacket stuff in it as well. Mm. I just, it just seems to have be mixing it up a bit but the, I yeah, know what you mean no, about the no, character no bad thing but that that sort of initially put me off because it's like well this isn't Max Payne it's like that's not what I liked about the old game and it's like it's starting to look a bit Kane and Lynch in the sand oh I suppose but... that's a good point but the, uh, the the video that I was watching was highlighting the animation systems they've got and it does look they've, they've put a lot of effort into it it does look mm. really cool the way you can just it, you know, it's just like Max Payne in that you can look in any direction and shoot even when you're running. Yeah. But it doesn't look so retarded anymore because, <laughs> like, he, he actually shifts his weight with his body. Yeah, okay, they cool. even have this thing where you can fire with a pistol and you're, like, holding a shotgun, uh, like a big shotgun that you couldn't wield. Because you can dual wield a pistol and a shotgun, but it has to be on those short, yeah, uh, yeah. short, sawn-off ones. But if it's like a big gun, like assault rifle, he can kind of hold it by the handle and carry it while he's shooting with a pistol and stuff, and it actually looks right and things like that. It's got all this like crazy animation, and he shifts his weight, and it, it looks cool when he's when he does a dive, and then he's on the floor. You can still shoot in any direction when you're lying on the floor, but he actually rolls around properly to get the right angles <laughs> yeah, and yeah. stuff. And yeah, that all looked pretty cool. Just looked like pretty nice gunplay, and it's a long time since Max Payne 2. Mm. I think we could do with another one of those, even if it does have quite irritating dialogue and stuff <laughs> in places. Uh, it better be grimacing. Yeah, there's going be a lot <laughs> of grimacing. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see about that. What else? Oh, uh, you were saying about hard mode in uh, XCOM. Yeah. Did you hear about 1999 mode? Yeah, yeah, in Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock Infinite. What does that entail? Like, Uh, it's basically to make it it improves much harder health and weapon management. Basically, doesn't it mean you can't respect or something? Yeah, there's no. Well, rumored to be that. It's like the rumor was at some point that the Bioshock players were requesting 
that it, the game would have been better if you permanently spec'd out what of the which of the choices you made, like rather than having everything. Yeah, that's like the only choices you ever had were to mix and match what plasmids were available to you, and you could do that at any time. But this was like, oh, you had to maybe you have to pick your powers and stick with them. Yeah, in so, a sort of like old Deus Ex style. 1999 mode. Yeah. Well, I guess a similar question is when's how long until? Well, it's like when is when the Skyrim modding tools or whatever actually get released? Which soon, right? Should almost have happened. Yeah. It's the patch is coming out this week. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they said twenty something from January for the mod tools. But when those actually come out, it's like how how long until someone makes a decent like realism mod for the you have to eat and drink like they did in Fallout. Yeah, well, it's got all the food in there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like especially in Skyrim where most of the food is all entirely pointless. So it's like, well, I could eat this cheese for like two health points. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it'd be a problem though, because there's food everywhere in that world. Well... It's not like Fallout. Yeah. Well, sort of. But I mean, in Skyrim... Eat a butterfly. Like, steal it all. Yeah, you just steal all your food. It's like cheese wheels. <laughs> well, it's not really stealing if it doesn't count as stealing if it's from a random cave, does it? <laughs> well, no. That would be the thing. And there's but no, you... like, mouldy food. Nothing goes off no matter how well, long it I don't sits know, in a they cave. They could mod it, I suppose. Oh, that's have true. some kind of time-related thing. Yeah. But then you'd never find any nice fresh fruit in some random hole in the ground. <laughs> you'd have to just look in barrels everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. You should be able to harvest it off trees and stuff. They well, that, that would also search it's like make, make <laughs> it so that there's apples, it's like where the fuck does all this? Where the fuck do apples even come from? It's going. <laughs> I don't know. They're not any apple trees. Are not they? that I've They're seen. just big furs, aren't they? Do they get like imported from, yeah, from the, the other areas of Tamriel? Yeah, you'd, you'd think so. It's like all the, it's like the vegetables and stuff you can find. Leeks yeah, well, there are farms, aren't there? Yeah, leeks and cabbages and anyway. Yeah, let's save the Skyrim for a bit. Yeah, I guess. Uh, other news two new characters for Soul Calibur 5 <laughs> oh, wow. is that really news exciting they, right, they always have to add more characters I know but Soul Calibur's looking good what are they then it, it looks unfucked look at them well no because Soul Calibur 4 was fucked by Star Wars oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. it bent over and took it oh, <laughs> but this one enough. doesn't seem to have done anything other than the inclusion of Ezio which sounds like a great idea Reasonable idea. Well, yeah, it sort of fits with the world, I think. Not as hilarious as the Phoenix Wright thing. In, in, <laughs> well, no. Capcom, but yeah. But, but no, yeah, it's a, it sort of fits, which is a better choice, I think. Yeah. Well, apart from like the, having Link, that but, fit. Well, apart from the like classic fighting game problem is like you're totally not murdering these dudes. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> well, Ezio would work in for retarded fatalities in um, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> stab. Yeah, but they'd, they'd be the most boring fatalities in Mortal Kombat. That's true, yeah. If you like stab, walk away. There's <laughs> like there's some zero turning someone to ice and shattering his face and there's, there's Ezio just going Requiem, yeah, give that check. Gun, yes, blam. <laughs> yeah, that would be quite boring, I guess. And then the guy would. <laughs> or you could make it quite funny for the die having an agonising slow death and an and an, and an epic like <laughs> monologue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some kind of dying speech in Italian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suddenly, you get stabbed and you learn Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> me, Mario. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. So they've Killick is back. They've announced finally sporting a bird-shaped helmet <laughs> and frilly. And new character Elysium, who seems to have even fewer clothes than the other big-breasted ladies in the game. How is that possible? Although she doesn't have a face. 
<laughs> literally, or do you mean it's well, covered by it's something? It's covered by something. It's like, okay. it's, it's like a solid plate of something, but it's like... So basically, it's all boob. So it's like <laughs> the only part of her body that's actually armoured is like the face. Don't yeah. hit the face! That's, that, 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 that's technically correct. That's, <laughs> she, she probably just leans forward to block. It's like, I'll take it. Take it on the chin. <laughs> I don't know, could be good. I've always, I, I really liked Soul Calibur 2, and you know, I've got into a bit of a fighting game thing at the moment. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. You're kind of back on the wagon yeah. there. Is it on the wagon or off the wagon? I never but then again, it's one of those ones I can wait for because, you know, I still think paying full price for a fighting game is often a bit ridiculous. Well, yeah. So, you know. No, Mortal Kombat was kind of justifying it with all this story shit. And, I don't know. It had quite a lot of content. It has quite a lot of content, actually, for a fighter. Mortal Kombat's pretty good on the value front, but. In general. Yeah, in general. And Soul Calibur was always more into that, especially if they bring back... We don't really know what modes they're bringing back yet in Soul Calibur, so if they bring back their story mode from Soul Calibur 2 with the varying stages and the weapon master system was is has always been pretty good at mixing things up. So if they force you to use different weapon sets and certain challenges and things that have different properties, then that could make the game quite interesting. Sure, yeah. Mm. But yeah, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's like, well, we suppose we could say, you know, to carry on our Sonic praise, it's like, all oh, that shit's now available on Steam, like Sonic 4 Episode 1 and Sonic CD. And <laughs> Donald Sonic... sure you need much praise for and Sonic finally, yeah. <laughs> And finally the DLC for Sonic Generations. Also don't need much praise for that either. Have oh. you played that? No. On the plus side, I, I thought, I, at least it's not quite so much a rip-off. It is only a quid. Bargain. For, like, the pinball table. Yeah. Uh, like, that's, that's not completely shitty. That's okay. But it is still a pinball table. Not a level. Yeah, well, it's something. Something for Sonic fans, anyway. Yeah, it's a bit of a. I still think it's a bit of a missed opportunity that they didn't consider just carrying on. But I get the feeling that they're not going to do proper DLC and actually just make a Generations Two, which is dumb. But they're onto a winning formula there, in the sense that you know, in terms of story and like. Well, it's it's the more every time this kind of thing happens, I think the more dumb part of it is that they've gone to all the effort to put make the game basically capable of supporting DLC, and then they release one thing and then they just move on. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) well, it's all economics, isn't it? It's not. It's not, isn't it? It's all about how much money they can Depend- and it depends whether or not they thought the install base for the game is big enough to warrant it but they do have to spend money in order to do that bit of programming I guess yeah. you know that bit of work to make it support oh, yeah, that sure. system it'll take, it'll take a bit of time to add but... I suppose I guess but maybe they're thinking in the future like if there's a Generations 2 we need to have this code ready so that that can have DLC or whatever what they need to do <laughs> for Generations 2 clearly is what they did for the later rock bands and make it so you can import the levels from Generation 1 into Generation 2. That would be awesome. That would be, yeah, that would be pretty good. <laughs> it's never going to happen. No, <laughs> it's not ever going to happen. At least they wouldn't have to pay a licensing fee in order to do that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, and if you buy Sonic CD on Steam, you get you get stupid costumes for Spiral Knights. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> because Sega... <laughs> yeah. Spiral Knights, it's free. Yeah, except for the Tails outfit, wasn't there? You had to put, actually put some money down and have an energy just uh, to build the Tails. I didn't see that. I, did, I just saw. I just saw a picture of Tails. Yeah, Tails, Tails. There is a Sonic outfit that you get for free if you buy Sonic CD before. Yeah, was Sonic. I think. Oh yeah, because mm. you're a, a you know, knight. metal armor. <laughs> I guess. Sweet. 
They've announced a few more levels for uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD. Yeah. As in, it's got like that... Is it Venice level from Tony Hawk's 2? The one from the demo that I played? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Venice Beach. Venice Beach, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a, like, Venice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Venice Beach. That would be like too much water. <laughs> it, it could work. <laughs> they could make it. It could work, yeah. Anyway. Lots but, of rooftops to grind off. Yeah. So... Is that a, I can't remember if that's cheap, going to be cheap, that game. Well, like most HD remakes, I'd imagine it would. Make, it, well, then again, it would probably have the British treatment of budget titles and that they're not budget titles. Like, if it gets a disc release, yeah. expect it to come out at 40 quid, you fuckers. But as the joystick post said, we don't care what levels you're putting in it, just give us the right music. Yeah, that's true. It's not going to happen, though. <laughs> not going to happen. They've yeah. already said that they can't get the... Have you still got my disc of Tony Hawk's 2? Me, no. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, <laughs> how long must you have had that? Well, like, you almost had it permanently so. for a long time. Yeah, I did have it for a long time. But I don't think I've got it anymore. It... I don't know where it is. Fuck. Well, yeah. Tarot it. <laughs> you own you, it. You technically own it. So yeah, I technically own it. I just don't know where the fuck it is. I'm not sure that will stand up in court. I bought this one some time ago I have no idea where it is so I can't prove that but you know because I used that awesome like Microsoft Sidewinder gamepad for the PC oh yeah yeah, that was good for that That yeah it worked really well because it had like a little trigger button that you could use for the uh, ollieing it didn't really have analogue controls did it no it it wasn't analogue it had a really Mm. nice sort of d-pad thing Mm. Uh, yeah that was awesome that was kind of Microsoft Home with yeah. the Sidewinder 3D Pro. Or <laughs> the best joystick. The best one with the little slidey throttle. That was freaking sweet. But you couldn't turn left. All because you couldn't <laughs> turn left, yeah. <laughs> that joystick was brilliant. They're too big nowadays. They've got too much travel. Like, that one was, like, massive, a nice yeah. size. Like, if you look in an actual freaking fighter jet they're not that big well that's because they have to cram it into the cockpit because they, you know, they have to minimise the space so much for yeah, a plane I guess but the, like the the one I've got I don't know what the make is what's the make of the one I, Logitech, Logitech? Why would, <laughs> that's like who else makes joystick? <laughs> I don't know but it's like so tall Cytec, it's like maybe yeah I think it might be Cytec yeah I think you're correct it's a Cytec one and uh, yeah uh, so so tall. Well, You've my got problem, so much travel on it. It's crazy. Well, my, the problem I have with my Logitech one is just like it's a force feedback, so you know it has force feedback. But even with the force feedbackness, it's, the dead zone is still really loose. That's it's like rubbish. it doesn't stay That's in the, the worst middle. Thing because yeah. if you can't have, you need that fine, fine grain control right at the bottom of the dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah you need yeah. the tiniest little. That's dead the major zone. advantage of a joystick over a joypad, isn't it? Yeah, is the is the, is the the fine grain at the base. Exactly. Well, exactly, because, yeah, that's the key thing, and if, isn't it's, it? and if it's got travel, that's shit. <laughs> it just doesn't have enough spring in the middle, and I'm not sure whether that is because it's force feedback. Because presumably if you had too much of a spring on it, it would just you'd maybe, eliminate maybe. the force feedback, maybe. basically. You'd perhaps think that the force feedback itself could have, like, centering, so it would force it well, into yeah. the middle. You'd I think. don't think force feedback on a joystick is, is actually a good idea. If you think about well, it, it's not any longer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one cares. It, like, like, force feedback in a in a steering wheel makes total sense, mm. because it's attached to the... That's what would happen in yeah, a real yeah, car. Yeah, you'd get, you'd get force. But, but on a... If you were well, in certain freaking... kinds of planes, yeah, yeah, maybe get, like, you get resistance. Balls. Yeah, I guess, but still, I don't know. They use a yoke in most. Well, yeah, planes, well, so if you were, it wouldn't, you wouldn't. I don't think you get feedback in a in a jet fighter from your. Well, it's all electronic. Exactly, jets, really. it's all yeah. fly by wire. So I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, you get any kind of feedback. 
unless they put it there deliberately in order to give you feedback. Well, I think that some of them, some of the uh, commercial jets have like. Oh, it shakes the controls when you're in trouble. But that's <laughs> yeah. not yeah. like, like a vibration. Yeah, yeah. Uh, warning, pull up, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But uh, I don't think it has any actual force feedback, as it were. No, from the plane itself. So yeah, joysticks. <laughs> Can you still buy joysticks? Oh <laughs> yeah, probably. Logitech ones these days. Well, there aren't well I, I there's a thing that I need to talk about about why I actually had my joystick out. I think just like, yeah, we'll talk about that. Is that just like Deus Ex the original, which might stop now that a sequel has come out, but I used to play that on a reasonably regular cycle of every sort of two years. I'd be like, I need to play Deus Ex again. Yeah. I think the same thing happens with the joystick and like Free Space 2, the, the open modded <laughs> one. It's like, oh my gosh, I need so to good. play some Free Space 2. And then I never get through it because it's really long. Yeah. And I usually get to the point where I'm in the alien spaceship or whatever. Right, yeah. You know when the, the menus... Oh, I never got that far. Oh. Well, um, well, you 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 Swap become you get attached time. to an alien uh, ship because you have aliens who are your allies. Uh, oh yeah, and no, you get I'm attached doing to their ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. And that changes all the menus. I thought, I thought you meant yeah, where where you get to the where, like something happened to the enemies. Yeah. yeah, no, I got that far. <coughs> so you spend a lot of time operating in space's pink land. Mm. The uh, and that game is so good. That's a fucking amazing game. As well, I say, you were saying earlier that there was a space yeah, shooter coming. There might be a space shooter coming out. I can't remember what it was called. It was like Soul something, something to do with that. <laughs> anyway, it was coming out on Steam fairly shortly. I saw it pop up. It didn't. It looks okay from the screenshots. But, but it's not. Is, are you afraid that it's probably not a massive budget title? But... Yeah, it's an indie title. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is it might be a bit dumbed down. <laughs> Basically, the thing that put me off was it had like. Uh, a pop-up of, like, somebody talking to you, like, presume your squadron leader. And it had a little, yeah, it had a little picture of him that was a little bit cartoony, and I'm did like, they, no, oh, that no. doesn't look good. So, so did, <laughs> it's a bit star lancer well, it's, it's, it's it fine as long as they come up and speak lilac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but none of that stuff it was ever that... I don't know, Free Space 2 was kind of the pinnacle. Although X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter and all that stuff was pretty good back in the day. Mm. Although I never got to play that the intended way, as in multi ma- multiplayer. It was way ahead of its time. Yeah, basically. It was only ever... Because you could only do that land then. Yeah, you? and it was it was a land game. Like, like nine, Battlefield 1942 came about at just the right time for that. Yeah, whereas when X-Wing, broadband was starting to reach this country. Yeah, X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter was way too early. Like, mm. nobody could play that apart from, like... The people IT reviewing professionals it. Yeah. in labs. <laughs> the PC <gaming>. Students. <laughs> yeah, students. All that but yeah, that would have been cool. But anyway, I don't know if you can do that for Free Space 2. You probably can nowadays. I, I always wanted that, it, yeah. that Battlestar Galactica mod for Free Space 2 that never came that out. never got finished. Yeah, it yeah. got split into... And god damn it! Talking of mods! Fucking Half-Life Black Racer Source is still not out! What was it? 2009 they said yeah. it was going to be on that, on that trailer. It's 2012! You're like... They've been infected with Valtime. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And you look, the worst thing is you go on their site and you look at the screenshots of all the levels and they look done. Yeah. And that gameplay video looked done. That was three so years ago. Like, what is holding them back? And I if, don't and know. If, and, if, and if there is a problem, open source it, you There's bastards. never any news, yeah. It's like, if you can't finish it yourselves, fuck it, open source it. It's going to be too late. For... Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> In fairness, any kind of update from the original yeah. is going to be a good thing. I suppose. Because the original is looking pretty dated now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> understandably, being 14 years old. Yeah. The hell it is now. Anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. I like the shit that Sony was coming out with this week. 
saying, um, oh, the, the strong sales of the 3DS are good news for the Vita. And it's like, sorry, what? <laughs> what shit is this? Was they, was they, just, they just being hella sarcastic? Yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah, probably. Yes, it's selling so badly, but we'll call it strong. Of course, it's hard funny. to convey that feeling from a, a bit of text on a web page. But yeah, maybe it is complete sarcasm. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, the 3DS sales. That's <laughs> good for me, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly that voice. That's yeah, exactly probably. what it sounds like. <laughs> Those Japanese people sound exactly like that. Western culture <laughs> invading <Animal>. their territory. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we move on. I just thought that was sort of some crazy shit for like official Sony's to say. Like, whichever way you take it, it's kind of odd. Yeah, they say some odd things, though, don't they? Yeah, true. I did watch some more Wipeout stuff, though. All right. Holy shit! <laughs> it's more Wipeout, but it's like. Damn it. It's the same, but oh my god, it's Wipeout. I want to play Wipeout, but I have to buy a whole new console for it. It's the same time last time. I want, I I want, time. Yeah, I want them to be clarify the situation Vita sales, don't yeah. they? So, like, it's like, Wipeout, you need a Vita to play it. And, it's like, and then maybe a year later we'll have a PlayStation version, but at least tell us what's going on. The thing is, I'm not sure whether I it was actually worth it. Like, maybe it was worth it for... The PSP, I mean. I, I bought that, it was expensive, but was it... Mm. I, and I, I played and enjoyed Wipeout and Luminez and Ridge Racer, and I think, on balance, it might have actually been worth it, even though nothing else came out for that damn console. Well, you see, yeah, I know what you mean. It's a, Loco it's a, Roco. Yeah, Loco Roco. Which I never finished. <laughs> Which I still probably <laughs> Why did you never finish that? What were you doing? I know, I love that game, but I just never got around to finishing it. Well, you start playing Final Fantasy VII on the PSP, that yeah, didn't help. Yeah, that's true. I think, there's, I think some of the problem with the PSP is I, I, I think my lifestyle changed and that I found myself in no need of a portable machine. Mm. Well, so when you were playing Final Fantasy VII, you weren't exactly playing that portable at that point. No, I wasn't. But, you know, even so, it's like... Well, basically, when I was on a train journey and stuff like that, I'd always fire up Lumines. Always. That was my go-to. Yeah. And then for a bit, it was Wipeout Pulse, but only for a bit. And, uh... And then I went back to Advance Wars. <laughs> it's like that was when I was borrowing the Mob Zack, and it's like, fuck the PSP, I'm playing Advance Wars. Yeah, I so. I suppose Luminines wouldn't work on a smartphone, would it? No, you need the buttons. Yeah. You definitely need the buttons. It's the same way that Meteor doesn't work on Xbox. For Luminous, it's only, you only, you could just do it by, well, I don't know, but it's, you only, there's only like three buttons. It's like left, right, and rotate. If you get rid of the, Rotating both ways. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think. They ought to... I mean, they'd make a killing if they released Meteors on the iPhone, wouldn't they? Instantly. They could make a mm, Meteors would work on iPhone, yes. They could well, they'd price it at 50p. But, but, make millions. but, 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 and this is a big but, Meteors was worked because but the blocks were tiny, so yeah. the stylus was essential. Yeah. It was quite precise. I, know, I, I think on iPad, you've got more of a oh, chance. Right. On iPhone... Bit tricky. I think things will be way too small to be to get enough precision with your finger, unless the screen is literally about five blocks wide. Yeah. But how many blocks across does it have to be? Could you just well, that make was like bigger? twenty twenty five or doesn't it? it was oh, quite on the wide level. Yeah. yeah, it was quite big. Yeah, maybe. You'd... Could you do it landscape? Could a game played landscape? Or uh, do you need possibly, the, but you the precision's still not there. Yeah, fair enough. It just it just becomes what was the like the cheap tactic for meteors, even on the DS, where it's just like just scribble up and down, and yeah. things will happen. <laughs> that did work, didn't it? Although an iPad so even version, easier to do with a fat ass finger. Yeah, so, although an iPad <laughs> version, I think will work. It will probably be enough for it to work. Yeah. 
And it looked nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although, you know, for the hell of it, they should you know, the hell of it, they should make a 3DS version. Well, obviously. They should make a 3DS version of a lot of games that came out on the normal DS. Yeah, well, Advance Wars. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Advance Wars. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. shit is awesome. Yeah, much. I'm sure if they're not, if they if they haven't been disbanded, they're probably working. Well, on they're working things. on something else yeah. at the moment. I seem to remember. We did this news report, news report ages ago, and nothing's changed. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Still doesn't make it any less annoying. No. We love you, Advance Wars. Even if you tried to reboot it into be gritty, come and have your infantry jump that on wasn't my base. So it was no, okay. I mean the, the actual gameplay part of it was was fine. Yeah. yeah. And had some more like new interesting interesting stuff, but like it wasn't there wasn't enough to it compared to no, Advanced Wars DS. There definitely wasn't. I mean, the story was gritty, but it was still retardedly Japanese. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> it still had like weird flowers and stuff that were key to the like the. Plot. Well, they weren't really key though. That was sort of the problem. <laughs> I don't know. And, and the nice, I, I I did like the new style. I have to admit, but it was just slightly lacking in content because it seemed weird that they went for this. You know, it was a stripped down version of what, because DS had so much in it. Yeah. Tons of stuff in it. And then all of a sudden they went back to a game that was about the size of the first. Yeah. On the GBA. And it's like, well, it's a bit of a weird, bit of a weird twist. Although I did like the setting. I did like the new units and I did like the new graphics style and I did like the, the music was great. <laughs> I did think it, I didn't think it was intended as a replacement. It was like a, uh, alternate universe thing. I don't think it was meant to rebeat the whole franchise, was it? It was well, just no, like, well, this is a tell. different kind of advance wars. Yeah, it is hard to tell. Well, we'll just have to wait and see what the, when they do make a new one. If it turns out to be gritty, we'll know. Come on! <laughs> and don't necessarily. Well, I, I, you know, I'd be happy if they. But is, is it Nintendo owned? Uh, yeah, I think so. No, oh, shit. Because uh, I was kind of like, it would be nice if they sort of made a, like a console big screen version. But then well, they tried. Probably... They they no, tried they to made a the brand version. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they made a non-Advance Wars game. Yeah, that was dumb. Anyway, that's the news. I think. Well, I guess so. Can't think of anything else. No. What you been playing? <laughs> Pause. What you been playing? Yeah, you guys go because I've got a little this week. I've got a few things, I guess. Yeah, Zach's will be the most interesting tread through. I think we better start with Zach. Hell, <laughs> we got. So take what, up all the time. <laughs> yeah, so what you've been breaking out your joystick for? Well, no, first of all, let me get rid of the stupid things. Because okay. in the XCOM theme, I said yeah. I was playing that because basically it was yeah. on sale on Steam and a whole bunch of people started playing it. How much was it? Oh, was it, was, it? it was incredibly cheap. It was the whole XCOM pack, you know. For like two quid. Yeah, you know, <laughs> something stupid like that. But so that that came into the chat, into like into IRC, and I was seeing people talking about it. It was like, oh damn it! Now I have to play that because they're talking about it. And then the same, exactly the same thing happened like several days later when some people started to- talking about Rollercoaster Tycoon, and I was like, shit! <laughs> so I went back and played Rollercoaster Tycoon some more, of course, because it's awesome. Yeah, but of course the cl- Rollercoaster Tycoon two or one one. Well, I tried I tried two first because I couldn't find my disc for one. Right. But two just randomly locked up my system. <laughs> it was like after it had been running for fifteen minutes, it just completely hard locked everything, and I was like, "Well, this is clearly fucked then." <laughs> so then I went and found a version of one which was properly compatible with Windows, and I was like, "That's better. <laughs> now it'll run perfectly fine." Okay, and it has like a, it's really like properly well done. So it has a freely resizable window and everything. And it was like, "Thank oh. God!" <laughs> oh, that's neat. <laughs> Although to be honest, at like 
at, at like one to one resolution, it's actually quite hard to see what the fuck's going on because <laughs> <laughs> everything in Marvel Ghost Tycoon is actually kind of small and not made of very many pixels. Yeah, but yeah, so I was playing that quite a bit. But then I, I, I had the classic Marvel Ghost Tycoon problem. Like when you start playing, it's like, oh sweet, this is like an awesome game, and it's kind of awesomely well made and you can do cool things like making roller cases and stuff but then you start to realise when like the things which are bad about it where it's like there's no speed control it just runs at one speed you can't speed it up you can't slow it down it's got no llamas and no uh, it's got it's got no speed control and then like when it's when you've got a a thing where it's like have 500 guests in your park by the end of year 3 is the objective and you have 500 guests in your park by like the middle of year (laughs) 1 and you're just like I just have to sit here for three more years, but I can't speed it up. It's just going to run at the same standard default speed the whole time. Right, yeah. So it starts to kind of get annoying when it's like you're doing the easy levels. The targets are easy to achieve, but you still have to to wait. wait. (laughs) Right, I see. That's one of the things that kind of sucks. But, you know, it's wrong case taking. You can just spend time, like, dossing around making new wrong cases, I guess. You have the cash. Yeah, just designing new... Awesome rides, getting those numbers right. Yeah. For like excitement and uh, nauseation. Yes. Nauseation. Not too extreme. And then you, and then there was also a few things that I remembered from World Coast Taking 2, which I were like, man, I wish that was in World Coast Taking 1. Where it's like, in World Coast Taking 2, when you're building a World Coast track, it automatically deletes trees that are in the way. Oh, yeah. But in World Coast Taking 2, one doesn't. You have to do it yourself. You have to click on every tree that's in the way as you go around your course. That's annoying. And in Rollercoaster Tycoon 2, there's other sort of things that are useful. Like, there's a, one of the buildings you can get for Rollercoaster Tycoon 2 is the, like, the sit bay medic tent or whatever. Oh, where right. people can go in there and then their nausea goes down. It's like, oh. fuck yes. That's like the best thing ever. <laughs> you put it right outside. Yeah, but just stick it right outside the most nauseating ride and then you don't have to worry about people throwing up everywhere. That's brilliant. <laughs> But unfortunately, not in Roller Coaster Tycoon 1. What if those exist in real life after, like, m- massive roller coasters? Pretty sure they don't. No. <laughs> well, it's like, in, in real life, most of the time you don't throw off after going on a, on a roller coaster. No. <laughs> and they're mostly well designed enough to not make you completely ill. That's true. <laughs> it must happen, though. Well, most of the time in real life, you throw up on the on ride. The you don't come out and then throw up onto the pavement. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> And it'd be a bit difficult for the game, I think, to simulate that kind of splatter, really. <laughs> <Rain Blah>! <laughs> Especially as you're going around a loop and there's a sun. <laughs> so yeah, that was the old games that I played. And then there was newer stuff. Uh, well, there was a bit of Skyrim, but I don't think we're going to need to talk about it. There was quite a lot of Skyrim, wasn't there? I well... I, every, I did see you in that game. Well, I saw yeah. you in it quite a lot as well. Well, I was playing it for that hour or so after work or whatever. Yeah. It's just not enough time to do stuff. No. Like, I'm halfway through a dungeon at this point. <laughs> like, just sitting saving. there. Saving. Yeah, saving. Because yeah, I was basically... The fucking Bombcast guys wouldn't stop talking about how good the Thieves Guild missions were. And I was halfway right. through that chain of missions, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to finish this at some point, but I still haven't. Yeah. It does actually seem quite long in terms of a chain of missions. Are you doing this on your main character? No, I'm doing it on my stealth character. I mean, obviously. It just fits better for thieving. That, that, yeah, that makes sense. Fair enough. So I've been sneaking around murdering people from the back. All the slitting throats. <laughs> yeah. Although that's starting to get, there was this, there was the most recent part of it I, I've done, I had to like infiltrate this wizard's lab or whatever, which was in a dwarven ruin, so it was full of traps and stuff. Right. And then basically the idea was, you 
pretty much don't have to kill anyone. You can just hit the traps at the right time as they patrol, turn the traps on, and and it kills them. them. Yeah, that's fun. But I didn't realise that at first. And And possibly because it's set up like that, all those enemies are, like, super sensitive, so they can see you really easily. And so I was trying to do my normal stealth plan of, like, sneaking up on people and murdering them. They weren't affected by the stealth. Well, it was... They were, like... Even if I move slightly in the peripheral, yeah, provisional, peripheral, peripheral vision, they'd see me instantly. And it was like, win. motherfuckers. You're rolling my peripheries. And I'm up, I'm up to like 91 stealth now. <laughs> it's just ludicrously high. It's insane. It's miles higher than all my other skills on that character. And it's only like level 30. <laughs> I'm like so, level yeah. 12 or something. You get I'm so much. Pathetically low. You get so many levels for stealthing around. I level up. I just like every time I pickpocket someone, that goes up like two more levels because <laughs> I have like Maybe I a ring it. or a necklace or something that gives me a pickpocket bonus, and everything in almost every item in everyone's inventory is like ninety percent chance to steal. <laughs> so I can't almost can't fail. It's just like steal everything, go up two more levels in pickpocketing. <laughs> Ridiculous. I just need to get to that point where it all starts to accelerate in terms of leveling because, like, it seems like to me that. It's like, well, a lot of this game is this combat, and this combat is a bit crap, to be honest. But yeah. once I get to the middle of those skill trees, you it's going to get more, more fun. Things. So, like, the draw is like, well, I can make, this game is okay, but I can make it more fun if I just level up. And I can make it fun in the way that I want, because that's kind oh, of yeah. the point of the, of the perks things. But it seems like it's taking me a while to get to, like, I haven't got enough money to buy the house and I haven't got enough levels to get the perk points that I want in the middle of the trees. Right, yeah. So for the time being it's like although you do get there fairly quick. Yeah. I mean but uh, I'm still in that early stage of like the first like 10 hours where it's like all the combat is (laughs) a bit late. Yeah. I did see my first like dragon out in the world, but I was just on the planes and it was flying around. It made a cool it's like sound. Throwing a crab somewhere. It was doing nothing. <laughs> it was flying around and I tried to shoot, hit it with arrows, but I couldn't hit it because it was impossible. Marvel, yeah. And then there was no way I could fight it. Well, you, it's like when you see them flying around. Sometimes you just have to just like sprint directly towards where it's over and hope that it sees you. <laughs> well, I did. I, I did. I was right under it. I even tried like doing the unrelenting. Yeah. Right when it was overhead, but it still didn't aggro it. Yeah, so I, no matter what I did, I couldn't aggro the dragon, so I just like wandered off. Yeah, it does seem like sometimes they just won't. I think it was. Off after I think while. it would have been easier if I was on a mountain, so I could climb to more of its height rather than just being on the plains. Yeah, because it just kept wheeling over me, and I was like, "Oh, it's a dragon." Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't had my first epic dragon fight because it just flew around and around. <laughs> I was just sprinting around after it for for like fifteen minutes. <laughs> I'm back here. No, no, it's a dragon. Anyway, so that was kind of dumb. I had another problem with a dragon fight where it was another one of these. Another, I've been encountering it more and more, I'd say, on my stealth character. Well, I've got this fucking awesome legendary class armor, which is like super yeah. high rated, but there's still all this shit that kills me really easily. And then I found I had a, like a dragon encounter with where it, was a, it was a blood dragon, which is like Hard the second cool. highest yeah. or something. But that dragon was like unnecessarily difficult to, in terms of killing it and because I was on this like narrow valley path 
it could never land. Right. So all it was doing was hovering, shooting me with fire, flying around, shooting me with fire, flying around, shooting me with fire. And he was like, health. well, it's because I'm not spec to fire arrows. So right. I was doing like pansy, pansy damage. And I just had to stand there for like 20 goddamn minutes shooting arrows at the thing until yeah. its health eventually got low enough to force it to crash. Yeah, which rubbish. caused it to glitch out crazily into the side of the mountain. Because obviously. There's nowhere it could actually yeah. land. Yeah. I don't know. This always comedy glitches, but I don't know. It does have a draw to it somehow. It's like, oh, this is going to get better if I can just level up this shit, and then I can level up, and then but I then can you get discover that, like, the perk that you want isn't actually as cool as it seems. Well, I don't know. I want, the main ones I want are like the block slow down time thing, right, when yeah. they do the power attack, and I want the restoration gives me stamina back. Thing well, as well. you just grind those skills as much as possible. Well, that's what I'm trying to do, but you can't grind those without well, you... just doing combat. So you just have to just play the game. Well, wait. yeah, but just like you can't like just stand there and block for like as long as you can until your health gets too low. Then kill them. I suppose so. <laughs> Don't yeah. try and kill stuff fast. Try and take as much damage as possible. Yeah, because then okay. you also get the restoration bonus from restoring yeah, your health true. afterwards. I should do that. Every pansy enemy, I should just block for ages before I kill them. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, if there's like pansy enemies by themselves. That's the only real way you can grind it, as far as I can tell. It's, or, or, you know, once you have cash, you can go to a skill trainer if you know where the one yeah, is. Yeah, but I don't have much cash still. Because I, d- I don't like picking everything up and then selling it all. Because I can't find anywhere to sell it for a start. Because I haven't got far enough that I know it's where just to go. It's just town. Yeah, but in, like, White Run, if I go to the woman who... Uh, the, the main stuff I take is, like, treasure. Because it actually makes sense. Because it has low weight and massive value. Yeah. But then the woman never has any money to, for me. Who can I sell treasure to? Uh, the general store guy. Is the one for treasure? Oh crap! You mean in the in the building? Yeah, the first one you come to when you walk in White Run, where just up the stairs. No, it's, the elf. It's, it's one of the back. No, not that. That's the hunting store. Oh right, okay. It's one of the, the two at the store. back next to the alchemy store. There's the alchemy store that will only do potions and ingredients. Right. There's the general store next to that, which will do pretty much everything. Crap. Down the front, you've got the armor, which you can also go to the two different people in there, and they should both have individual amounts of cash, but the same stock. Right. And then there's the hunting store. I don't know what they do. Right. There. Well, that's going to help me. Basically, <laughs> everything you say, I, like, do. Like, I've yeah. totally been doing that. Dagger, 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 dagger. There's <laughs> <It's> daggers. <laughs> so many daggers. I just did dagger, 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 because it totally works. It's like, this is great. I'm leveling up smithing ridiculously fast for no reason. I, I, I can't decide whether to, like, bother, because I haven't got any money, because I'm not yeah. doing it properly, or whatever. <laughs> I can't decide whether to just wait until I get high enough and then craft the freaking glass stuff, because I've, pro- I've got elf stuff now. Yeah. And I'm like, well, should I make elf stuff, or should I just wait? I don't know. Well, it depends on what, like, how easily you think you can get hold of resources, because, uh, like, the, the minerals for those <laughs> levels of armor do cost increasingly more money. Well, yeah, obviously. exactly. Like the moonstones yeah. for the elf armor. So, like, so do... I'm spending my money on iron ingots and, and leather strips, basically. Instead of saving yeah. up for the house, I'm not sure whether I should... Well, try and get the house done first, first. I guess. Okay. Especially if you've already levelled up. Because, I mean, you can do the improved thing and use... Yeah, I've done that on my steel stuff. So yeah. I've got, like, superior steel. Yeah. But I haven't got, like, legendary anything already. Well, no. No, but, you know... Not quite there yet. What are the levels on that? Normal, superior... Oh, I don't know. I don't know them all. There's actually quite a lot. Oh, right. There's, like, superior Fantastic. and epic and legendary and flawless. Epic. Okay. I don't know what order they go in either. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, I will check all that stuff out at some point. But, yeah, I need to know... 
where the vendors are so I can figure that yeah. out. So that, I mean, that makes more sense. Okay. I, the, I've been basically talking to the vendors who are standing outside the shops without going into any shops. Oh, right. I think that's my problem. I go to the market. Oh, yeah, the market and then I go, and I go to the, use. And then I go to the woman Yeah, the woman outside. The, yeah, so I haven't been going in the shops. I think that's my key problem there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you, that's where you need to pop up the local map and then yeah. when you mouse over the, the little names. dorm names. Yeah, that's what I need to do. Okay, that'll help. But, yeah. I mean, I was I was going to say something on this podcast about the forgetfulness of the NPCs, but then like he no, said it on the, he said it on the bombcast, like the exact same thing that I was going to say. <laughs> right. Because the thing that happened to me was I was in a cave for like an hour fighting all these guys with my companion Lydia, and then we came out and she was like, "Oh look, there's a cave there." Oh yeah, that, <laughs> happened, that happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, we should, like, really bad. We should like investigate that. There's probably some cool stuff in there. It's like we've been in there for the past two hours. Uh. <laughs> and the one that the one that Vinny said, which hadn't happened to me, but it was like a, a dragon came and attacked him right outside the town. So all these like farmers and and uh, people selling horses and stuff and the stables, they all participated in an epic fight against this battle, and they're all <laughs> fighting. And they killed the dragon, and then he goes to talk to one of them, saying that was an epic fight, wasn't it? And he's like, "Do you want to buy horse?" Like five <laughs> seconds later, yeah, they, they don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'd Although they will, it'd be funny if that that scenario is in like I haven't seen a dragon around here for a long time. <laughs> for a long time, <laughs> but they will like when you kill a dragon and it turns into a skeleton or whatever. They do like it attracts all the NPCs from the vicinity yeah. that they stand around going like, "Oh my god!" for a while, and then they won't. Yeah, off. well, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the way he t- decided to deal with it was just to uh, assume that everyone was just being sarcastic all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, look, a cave. We should check that out. If you just assume Lydia is, like, really sarcastic, then it, ma- it makes it more funny. Yeah. But, yeah, that's really dumb. I mean, I mean, it's like... The gu- uh, that somebody I was watching a video from official Xbox magazine last night where they were saying, this is no good, all this stuff, like... Uh, Things like that happening, or people repeating dialogue and stuff. Right. So the fix is make it infinite and forever, which they were obviously joking. <laughs> but they were saying, but I think it would actually be feasible to do some of these things that could improve it. I think if they'd like, like fired a couple of these writers that are writing all these books that no one's ever going to fucking read, <laughs> and like hired a couple more gameplay designers and programmers, <laughs> and just worked on a few things like that, well, like, it's contextually, not... like oh, you're just outside a cave having because the gameplay. You know, the testers must have come across. Yeah, that, that must bug. have happened at some point. And then everyone just ignored it because they were, like, too busy writing fucking yeah, books. Yeah, but the, the, guy, the guy who blogs for Trenches, like, fairly recently, sort of oh, made, yeah. made a fairly good post. It's like, you know, one of the common complaints about games is, like, didn't they QA this shit? And it's they like, did. Well, actually, they do, and they log everything. It's just whether or not the... Uh, it actually gets The designers and publishers can, uh, yeah, can make the time or effort to fix it. They did say it on the Bombcasters again. Uh, one of the things that, like, you'd think should have been really easy to fix was, like, lots of people say the same dialogue. Why not just reword that? Even if it, like, the just change the wording of the sentence even slightly. They wouldn't even have to change, have the writers write more. They could just have the actors, like, use their yeah, own, just, like, common sense. Could to, they like, have, like, could they have, like, you know, they could it, it immediately expand what the uh, the amount of vocal range by having like um, regional areas or like regional dialects slightly, so you can get from one half of the map and go, "Point, my lover." They sort of <laughs> almost do in some areas, or at least the well, the races certainly, obviously. Have or my lover, you fought any dragons? <laughs> what was Rick's post on Facebook the other day? 
I dodged 99 arrows, but oh. my knee stopped one. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I make a sad face at that. Sad face. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't really know what else to say. I'm, I'm going with swords. Yeah. I, 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 I don't, I didn't really know the difference. Now I do. But at the first I was like, well, swords are like epic fantasy. Aragorn has a sword. He doesn't have a mace or some shit. So I go with swords. But presumably it's like swords are faster and less damage and maces are like slower and more damage. And, right. they, have, and they have those different perks, of course. Yeah. Whereas like swords do criticals and maces do yeah. armor through armor and axes do bleeding. Yeah, it's very rare you have a, come across a hero that has like a ginormous hammer, uh, you know, Thor aside. There's a few. <laughs> well, not that sort of hammer. No, anyway. <laughs> like a big old douche. Gimli's got an axe, doesn't he? Like an Astaroth style motherfucking thing. <laughs> yeah, there's very few that are giant hammers. Yeah. <laughs> Jumbo axe. There's a guy on Reddit called Inappropriate Gimli, and no matter what the conversation is, he'll just jump in and say, And my axe! Yes, naturally. (laughs) Classic. For no reason. Yep. So that's Skyrim. Yeah, is there anything else we can say about that? I haven't played much more, but you're going to talk about dirt, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to talk about other things. Let's start the dirt fight. No, not not talking about dirt yet. I've got to get through the other new game that I had on my Steam list, which I said I needed to play and then started playing slightly. Ray, I started doing the X3 oh, to cool. see if I could work out what the fuck was going on, which is not very easy. <laughs> it's the most... It's like, as far as like... Well, the first problem is like, I don't really know if I'm just doing it wrong. Because there's not... There's like there's no, no in-game tutorial and there's, the manual is not that great and it's just like, you just throws you in to a ship and it's like... And you, I followed the first couple of storyline missions or whatever, where yeah. it's like you know actual <laughs> actual missions rather than just flying around, and those were like really bad. <laughs> you can tell this is like not actually that great a game. It's like made by some small company or whatever because it's like oh my god, the voice acting so terrible, and, these, <laughs> and like the animations for these people are just bloody awful. <laughs> So yeah, you can tell. Do people not own this facility? But they have an understanding with people who do. No, yeah. <laughs> so, so, I was just about to say that when you were trying to say it, I was like, God damn it! So, but so I did a couple of them, and it was like, whatever. I guess it's a stupid space game. But let's go out and try and do things. Play elite, basically. Yeah, yeah. Be more, be see more of the game rather than just this like focused yeah stuff, route, or which whatever. is obviously not the game strength. Well, the other thing about it is it seemed there was the manual had suggestions that said like there's not really going to be anything that will stop you from going through the storyline to the point that okay that if you don't upgrade your ship yourself, you'll be outmatched. Right. Is it's like it's not just gonna give you the right ships for every mission. Oh right, okay. You actually have to go out and earn money, but it won't necessarily tell you when you have to do that. What you do. Unlike in Freelancer where it was like hard lock. Gated, yeah. <laughs> where it's like earn this much more money before you can go on to the next bit. And then you do. Yeah, exactly. But then so it was like so I was like, well, it's always a sort of Skyrim thing where it's just like ignore the main story and just go off and piss around and then when they come back with like an Uber fleet and just destroy everything or whatever. Yeah, but does it have like leveled enemies based on your level? Yeah. It, oh, it does. Well, supposedly. Okay. I think, from what I can tell. So I really don't have any idea whether I'm just doing this wrong or whether this is just how it's meant to be, but it has, it seems to have like the slowest goddamn start of any goddamn game ever. If you go out in your, you have this shitty, shitty ship. 
which is always completely incapable in combat. And, you know, there's like classes of ships where the rate, you know, the ship is in this class and then as you go up the tree, they get bigger and tougher or whatever. So right. this shittiest ship class that your, your starter ship is in, you could probably fight like one or two of the same class. But as soon as there's one of the next class up, you just get instantly killed. <laughs> so fighting isn't really so much of an option unless you're very, very lucky at like what targets happen to show up. Do the ships get bigger, like Eve, or are they like? Is it more like freelancer? You just no, they do seem to get bigger. You get like capital ships or whatever. Big ass. You can fly. Yeah, you can fly them in theory. Because I haven't seen any of this yet, <laughs> but that's part of the problem. So it's like you go. You, I tried to look look for somewhere where I could do some kind of combat, and it's really quite difficult because like pirates always spawn in freeze, and normally the, there's a, like a, the leadership is slightly higher level, so I'm still not good enough to even take one of them out. Right. So I couldn't really find anywhere to do sort of combat. So I was like, maybe I should just trade to get some cash. Yeah. But that whole system is kind of tricky at the start, especially. Because everything is... It's it's trying to do a simulated economy in the classic way. Where, you know, the prices of everything is linked to the stock. And other freighters will be moving shit around all the time. And supply and demand and all that. Which actually makes it really difficult to make any money. Because you go to one station and it's like, oh, this station has quite a lot of stocks. You buy the stuff from it. But then, like, you have to look... You cut, Initially, you don't have the equipment to let you see the actual prices from oh. space without docking. Right. So that just makes it really tedious. <laughs> you have to dock and then find out there's a terrible price and then leave. Yeah, because the price is not always exactly proportional to the stock. It also depends on, like what is in the area, like yeah. what other stations are around. Yeah. Or at least it seems like it. Right. As far as I can tell. So you have to like dark and then look. And also it's not it's not exactly the the bar the, the stock isn't directly linked to the same price. It's like if you're looking at one product and you go to somewhere and you buy from low stock and you go to somewhere um no buy from high stock because then the price will be lower. And then you go to somewhere where there's low stock if that lo- that low stock may not necessarily directly correspond to the same price at high stock. Right. If you see what I mean. So you have to go much lower on the low stock in order to actually make a profit. Mm. So that just becomes kind of annoying. So I was doing that for ages, and you make such shitty tiny amounts of money, because obviously right. your ship is tiny, so you can't transport very much, and you don't start with very much cash. So I was flying around forever, making naffle profit off every trade run. And then I was like... I, I, I'd also read in the manual where it's like, maybe you could go to like a place where people are fighting and salvage shit. I see. Just like picture, picture it up. yeah. So I was, so I didn't, vulture. I couldn't really see it anyway. The trouble is going somewhere where you're not instantly going to die. <laughs> Pirates at this stage in the game don't seem to aggro on me. If I you don't just shoot. fly past them. Yeah, they don't seem to be very interesting. Well, presumably you're not much of a target, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Right? So. I, so eventually I found like a like a border system between a pirate controlled area and a police controlled area where yeah. occasionally they'd have a fight. Yeah. And just completely at random it seemed, one particularly hardy pirate seemed to have spawned and we're just murdering all, all the, the police, police that were coming through the gates. Awesome. So there was, they started like little bits of leftover crap were starting to drop like, well, really you only get like single missiles. <laughs> like a single missile has survived this wreck. And there was, like, one cargo freighter that got blown up, and it was like, oh, look, actual amounts of cargo. So that's basically free money. 
But it, as it turned out, the actual missiles were where the money were. Ah. It was like, I thought, sold like two missiles for 20,000 quid each, which like tripled the amount of money I had. Right. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, apparently I just need to sit around and salvage shitty missiles. From so how people. does the salvage mechanic work? Do you, because uh, freelance, you just it's, press a button and it sort of sucks everything and it's like a big hoover. It's not things. quite, it's, well, I won't say it's more complicated and it's slightly less retarded, but it's basically you get cargo containers floating in space. You have to line up on them and then you have to open your cargo bay doors and just go scoop. Oh, cool. <laughs> Although it's not really so much open your cargo bay doors as in like clip into the model and it disappears. Yeah. <laughs> does it have uh, auto docking or do you have to do the. It does have auto docking. You can do it manually if you want to. It's a pain in the ass. And yeah. I think that also depends on like what software you've got installed on your ship computer. Right. Like you actually have to have docking software, to get it to which dock. not necessarily every ship you have, well, presumably new ships you buy might not have. Right. So, yeah. But the, the problem with like doing trade or whatever is it becomes a totally non-interactive game. Because <laughs> you dock at a station, you buy some shit, you look on your map for a place you know where you can sell them. Yeah. And you can literally go on your world map, click on a place that's in a totally different system, and just select dock, and it just goes. Oh. <laughs> you don't need to do anything. So it just can... automatically pilots to the gate, goes through it, goes into another system, flies to the ship, docks up. So you like sell. Web browsing. Not, not that not much way. unlike EU, though. Well, that sort could, of. You know, people could actually, like, intercept you and stuff, any potential. Well, I mean, they could in this, I guess, but it's yeah. not multiplayer, so it's only NPCs that are going to Exactly. But it's... It's it's because this is already a direct control game. It's like you're you're, you're it's not like Eve where you're just double clicking on space and then you go. You can actually pilot fly and shit around, but you don't. On the plus side, at least it has it has time acceleration, which is one of the features that kind of was made everyone kind of interested in the game originally, I guess. Where like you have a device on your ship where you can just hit a button and then everything speeds up, <laughs> which is actually really convenient for doing the stupid trade runs. Yeah. Makes everything slightly faster, but everything is still so goddamn far apart. It still takes ages, even at ten times speed. You're just like through gates and all that shit. So yeah, that's about as far as I've got. I haven't got enough money to do anything else yet. Once I earn enough money to maybe buy another ship, <laughs> I might be able to start making more cash. Actually, progress. Does not sound appetising to me. No. Well, I was, <laughs> oh, that I was, was a bit put off by the complexity of the controls. Of the well, that was sort of the other weird thing about it because X three was why I broke out the joystick. Yeah, but it turns out that pretty much it's not actually a good game to play with a joystick. Oh, interesting. Even though it is direct controlled space flying, it's actually you can actually it's because you can turn your ship faster than the acceleration of the engines catches up. So you can sort of power slide, essentially. Yeah. Like, you can rotate faster than your engine boost. Yeah. And you can't do that on a joystick, because it's a set rate of turning. Yeah. Whereas on the mouse, you can flick it and rotate actually quite fast compared to... Yeah. I mean, you could turn up the joystick sensitively or something, I guess, but then that would make precision aiming much more difficult, which is yeah. easy with a mouse, and mouse. you just point it. Yeah. And also because, like, all the menus and shit in X3 is, like, mouse-controlled, basically... If so you'd be switching all the time, yeah. Well, it's not so bad with the joystick because you just have the mouse and the keyboard, <laughs> all these buttons that you're just constantly yeah, pushing. Yeah. And with the mouse, it has this kind of it has a, this like toggle where you pilot with the mouse, but then you can hit hit a button and it turns on the cursor instead, and then you just fly in a straight line while you're doing things. So that's like kind of like freelance, sort of. Yeah, Do you have that. I don't know, actually. I can't remember. It had an autopilot, which locked you in, didn't it? Just onto a 
Yeah, part. but you could then move the mouse around and like. Flip oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, like not flying a straight line kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's got that, and that seems to be the much better way of. It's mainly for the precision. From what little fighting I tried to do, it was fucking impossible to actually line up my cursor onto the lead icon when I was using the joystick. It's just much easier to do it with the mouse, it seems. So yeah, breaking out the joystick was pretty pointless. <laughs> Which kind of sucks. No more use for that joystick. Except this indie space shooter that you <laughs> Yeah, maybe. We don't know. We shall see. Although I guess for an indie game that's less likely to be designed yeah. with joysticks in mind because it's like who the fuck has joysticks? Well, <laughs> maybe if they're trying to re if they're consciously trying to reboot a, a well, sort of free space two style yeah. genre, then maybe they were thinking of joysticks. But we'll see. Maybe it might be game paddy. Yeah, yeah. That's in your it looked game really. paddy. We shall see. So and all well, the other thing I should maybe shortly mention about X three is like the graphics or whatever. Yeah, because they were quite good at the time. Yeah, how and, long ago was it? Don't know. Some number of years. It could well, it, the main like the <laughs> some number of years. <laughs> the reason I hadn't played it before is because it didn't run like at all uh, well on my old PC. Yeah, yeah, sure. Although my old PC was ancient, pretty much from the start. <laughs> it always appeared to be ancient. <laughs> I don't know. What, the well, after a couple the, of years. Yeah. The one with the Pentium 4 seemed to hold up. Well, it held up, but it held up at a, like, distinctly average level. I suppose. So, yeah, that didn't run at all well on my old PC, but, I mean, now it obviously turned everything up, because <laughs> it's kind of an old game-ish. It doesn't look that bad. The planets look okay. Apart from space, is quite easy to get right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the classic thing. There was one thing, weird thing that I noticed on one planet where it seemed like... It seems like they've got the water texture and the land texture mixed up <laughs> because it's like you could see the outline of the continents and it was clearly those were meant to be well, not exactly water, more like cloud layer. It's like you could see an outline of a continent that was that I thought was meant to be land in the ocean, but it was like moving. It was like as if the atmosphere uh, was rotating across it, just in that little area. And I was like, well, that looks kind of weird. Unless they have a severely windy lake. Yeah, I guess. Super windy. But the, you don't interact Almost with the planet. poorly speed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't interact with the planets or anything. They're just backdrop. There's the asteroids and then stations. That's it. Yeah. It's a shame. I always... The dream is for one day there will be a game where you can fly from space into the atmosphere and land on a planet. How cool would that be? Strange that it's not... Kind of cool, except for the, like... It's almost the same thing that they've had on EVE, where it's like, what is the point? (laughs) There's no reason to bring your spaceship to a planet. Well, no, but there is, because, you know, you can make... You just get rid of the concept of having space stations as a prerequisite, you know, that have to be outside of a planet, you know, like have planets where there aren't space stations about it, that you actually have to go down to the surface and dock at the one major city or well, that's something. That's what they did with Freelancer. It was kind of weird in Freelancer <laughs> yeah, how in order to land on a planet, you had to go through these sort of ring things yeah. that were like yeah. the orbiting. And then there was that one, one bit in the story where you take off it, like, oh no, they've destroyed the docking rings, I guess we can never go back there. <laughs> we can never land on this planet ever again. <laughs> That was a bit weird. But yeah, you know what I mean? They could do that, you know, because they could do a nice blend between space combat and the sort of old, and just sort of sky combat. You know, imagine that if you like actually go down and you've got terrain. Well, it'd be like uh, there as well. Rogue Squadron or something. Yeah, exactly. You know, but at, at, at higher speeds, you know, because of space. 
Warcraft. Well, they suggest, <laughs> I guess they but... suggested that they wanted to do that in Eve, but you know, Eve's, <laughs> Eve doesn't have any control. That would make any sense. So. Really. Yeah. <laughs> It could be pretty cool because you could have fights in the cloud layer and then all of a sudden you burst through into a, sort of like a mountain range below and it's like, oh, holy shit, dodge the floor, dodge the floor. <laughs> dodge the floor. You need a proper battle They could do some seriously cool stuff and I do think that's a missed opportunity. Well, I don't think they've ever really done... I don't think they've ever done much space games for, like, even space terrain. Like... Where's the flying for an asteroid belt where the asteroids actually matter? Like asteroids with terrain. Free space. Like the Millennium it kind of happened in free space, yeah. isn't it? A bit. Yeah, free, free space a bit. had fairly dense asteroid, asteroid fields. fields. Yeah. But they it's were not, dangerous. It's you not really the same as... Out of the way of your capital yeah. ships and stuff. It's not necessarily the same as just like, here's a bunch of asteroids. But more like, they, they can have terrain in space. It's like you can fly into big asteroids or something. They had that too, didn't they? I'm sure, well, I'm sure they did. I've played games where you fly into asteroids. But it just doesn't seem like they've... Doesn't, that doesn't seem like a very... It's either space or nothing, yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's like a cross between... Because um, Free Space, um, that franchise came out of Descent, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. I just think they perhaps need to do more games that sort of capitalise on the kind of Sky City idea. You know, not, no, no, I'm not talking about... Remember the Hard War? Remember the Hard War? I remember by name. Oh, yeah, that was the one with the ship that? that had like the rave logos on it. Wasn't it the sort of cyan and yellow ship? This very brown universe of, of fogginess. I don't know if world. that was Hard War or was that Iwar? No, Iwar was. Oh the, no, Iwar was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, Iwar was the one where you had the like, almost like realistic physics on on controlling a spaceship. You had yeah, like yeah. a spaceship that had like a it was kind of a saucer shape with a with a nose and and a and a booster section at the back. Hmm. Uh, I remember. And you had to like control Newtonian physics. Sort of. I can't remember that which was, one it was, was, but the, the one that, the one that I tried to play was the was I think it was hard the ships were solar powered. Yeah, that's right. So you had to fly and then when you were on the nighttime part of the planet, you had to fly under like giant streetlights that were recharging right. your ship. That's right. That's hard. <laughs> I think it was hard war. Yeah, that was sort of cool in a weird way. I didn't get any further into it than that bit, whereas yeah. like streetlights, what? <laughs> but my point was is I still think the concept of like Sky Cities it seems to be fairly overlooked, like you know, the sort of um, fifth element NY race kind of environment, you know, you could do really tight, you could imagine you could have like dog fights among skyscrapers and things like that, it could be kind of cool where you're actually having to fly it like a proper jet, like a battlefield and things, it's like sort of, but but then, I, I still think it could be good but I, I, that setting as a whole in the game need from Grand of, Future, damn it yeah, that's, <laughs> that setting as a whole of like really, really vertical cities is kind of not, well the trouble with those exploited. kinds of enclosed Spaces, I guess. Yeah. And for a while, I guess even also similarly for like asteroid terrain, is that it doesn't really promote realism because you either you either have it so you die immediately on collision or you sort of bounce off it, (laughs) which the 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 dying immediately on collision is realistic, but the bouncing off it is more gamer friendly. (laughs) Well, no, true, but that's sort of part of the part of the design of the city. Theoretically, you can make it so that perhaps they thought of this that in order to make, like, future flight in a city environment, kind of, they have to have reasonable gaps between the pillars. Or force fields, or something that just bounces yeah. you off a certain amount. I think my preferred solution would be, die immediately on collision, followed by very quick reload from <laughs> where you yeah, just yeah, went. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, like a, or like a flashback. Yeah, yeah, flashback. <laughs> so rewound from the from when, when you two completely obliterated yourself in a building. I think that would be cool. And you could have massive, awesome, epic crashes of, like... <laughs> Whole buildings like splintering apart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, so just imagine if they did LA Noir in like well, in, in like 
well, that's Element what we, Star yeah. City. That would be amazing. It's what kind of work. Like the car chases in, in three dimensions and shit, you know, where they crash off and fly into a building. And I don't know what Rockstar San Diego are doing right now, but I'm no. hoping they're doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. While Rockstar North are making GTA V. <laughs> wasn't Prey 2 meant to be sort of like that. No. <laughs> no. Be like, you oh, know, an investigate, you know, you chase bad guys around and you jump on flying oh, yeah. cars and shit. Yeah, maybe. Because it changed a lot from Prey 1, as From Prey 1, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, when is that coming out sometime? I have no idea. I haven't paid attention. So gone off Last thing I heard about it was ages ago. Yeah. Oh, you were supposed to be a bounty hunter or something. Yeah. Yeah, that sounded good, cool. It'll just be a first person movie. Well, yeah. That's the trouble. Yeah. It probably won't have any flying sections or whatever. Yeah, it's gone off radar, so I don't know what happened to it. So that was that. That's it three. Now let's dramatically talk about dirt three. Oh God. Oh, filthy, filthy dirt. I don't understand. I'm just, I just at first I was like doubting myself, and you were like, "Dirt two is better than dirt three And then I just saw her play it, and it's so awesome that game. What's your problem with dirt three? There's a lot right. of problems with dirt three. Let's, let's talk about the there obvious ones, like the voiceover guys. Yeah, like I'm in dirt two. Fucking awful. I've... No, no, they're much, much worse yeah. in dirt. Yeah, 3. I think I prefer dirt two's in overall de- sort of menu. I hate the concept of why do I need to have a career manager? Why do I need a PR guy constantly going, upload that to YouTube, boys? <laughs> yeah, but you can just skip that. Crap. No, you can't. It's unskippable. You can get past that upload to YouTube. The, 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 at the end of a race, you can just hit continue quickly yeah, 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 and skip that one. But most that. of them, like in the menus when you open a championship yeah, or whatever, should, can't should, skip that. They should make that skippable. But at least the menus in general are a lot faster than they were in But they aren't. Or at the very yeah, least, they are. The word is like, they've replaced walking out of your car, like standing and looking around and then walking into your car. That has been replaced by, at the start of every race, incredibly slow pan down onto your car before you go to the service. That you can't skip. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's loading the game in that point. But it's not. But... It's done a loading screen before that. <laughs> yeah, it's not very long, is it? Well, They're hiding a load. <laughs> but yeah. Some of those loading... And it's, it's like, I've only just driven a stage in Finland, but you have to drop back all the way to a lo- proper loading screen to reload what is essentially the same geometry and shit. I mean, different track. Different track, yeah. But it doesn't exist in the same world? Because <laughs> you've not made this somewhat... Is there no way to speed this up somewhat? Well, it's well. It was never designed. The Ego engine doesn't do stream loading. Well, no. It's like a it loads it all up front. Well, as far as we know, roughly. yeah. It's 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 more of a load the load a block in, keep it till the end, and then chuck it away. Load the next block rather than a yeah, rather than a GTA sort of endless environment style. You are you so you're arguing like almost oh, the textures are the same, so it shouldn't take you shouldn't so have shouldn't to do a load between yeah. levels. But mm-hmm. that's a lot of geometry if you think about it, like. If you think how fast you're going and how long the stage, it's a four minute stage or whatever, it's like, that's quite a long track. Well, I'm sure it's off the It only it's takes like, like it's 10 off seconds the way to some extent, I'm sure. No, I think it's alright. I'm not too worried about the loading. Yeah, I'm surprised if you're worried on about PlayStation, the loading pauses. I think it's a problem because I've now seen Dirt 3 in action on PlayStation yeah. and the loading pauses, even after a mandatory install, are really quite long. Yeah, I don't care about that. It's like it's, yeah, I know. But it's, it's, <laughs> it seems kind of like a lot of, of the time recently, it's been like it just doesn't seem like they've worked that out for both consoles. Really, it's like mandatory install doesn't actually seem to help that much. Not as much as they hope, as you would hope. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense that it lags so far behind the PC version as it does. So yeah. So yeah. So you don't like 
what the menus? Uh, yeah, I don't like any of the menus. Really. I think I, I think I preferred the styling of Dirt Two, even though it was like all XCOM-y or whatever. I don't know. The, I prefer. I like the increase in speed that you get from a lot of the yeah, new menus. Quicker. Like it feels faster to get around. Because you don't have to wait for him to wander in and out of the bloody trailer, which was always the worst bit of that menu. Well, no, no, that wasn't so bad. That was only that one time after a race where you you go outside. Yeah, but that's just like like yeah, but it takes time. So I think it's it's not like so does opening a pyramid and having it flip. It's not just the animations; it's also like the way it's arranged, like the world map or whatever. And you had to work out where you're going next. And it was it's obvious in Dirt Three what your choices are. It's like, oh, it's a pyramid. Oh, I'm going. That's the next race. Whereas it's it's, less right in Dirt Three. Yeah, Dirt Two, it's like, oh, I could go to fucking China or some shit. But then again, in Dirt Two, that was because you had the option to do whatever was unlocked. Yeah, exactly. But rather than like, it, uh, rather than Dirt Free where it unlocks as you go. But the path through the game wasn't so clear. The no. career, and it's like, oh, I could save that up because I prefer rallying. So I'll save the rally and I'll do the shit bashing through the fucking things first, so that I get that out of the way. I definitely see both <laughs> points of view. I think Dirt Two was onto something fairly unique with its with its style. I think they went slightly too far. Yeah, I know what you style, mean. But I think with Dirt Three, they've gone almost too far to the possibly to the abstract. And also, like, so if they could find a happy medium, medium, yeah, I'd be I'd be happy. If it had the snappiness of Dirt Three with a bit more of the style of Dirt Two, that would be cool. I don't. Yeah. I also don't like the little. The I don't like their choices of little bits of music clips in Dirt Three as much as Dirt Two. No, the, yeah. the soundtrack in Dirt Two is much better. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's just like and also the, the stuff. It's well, like the loading, listening to the radio. Well, weird. This is the it's other weird thing. For the first time in the new in the Ego series, as I'm going to call it, <laughs> um, the loading pauses aren't useful anymore. Think about it. Like Dirt One, oh, it had like Dirt Two. It, the loading pause was actually engaging because stuff happened during it. Now you just get a visual of your car. What used to happen? Well, get, like, in Dirt One, you'd get the like achievement pop-ups oh, yeah. that would say, "You're this far to doing this. You've driven this far. Your best car is this. Yeah. You've crashed a million times. <laughs> it does like, that you killed in... four peasants." <laughs> it does that <laughs> or... in F1 2011, I think. Yeah, Grid did it as well. Dirt Two went that stage further and actually sort of started putting in the your achievement list. You know, your pro- your progress through the last level and your current standings were kind of integrated into the loading in a way. Yeah, and it's like Dirt Two's loading pauses were really good. And the styling fit with the rest of the game because you've got that little, that little postcard as well of the last shot. The you photograph. Had. Yeah, that, was, that was really neat. The new one gets rid of it all. And it's like, I think that's a, again, Maybe weird decision. It's like, it was good before. Why rip all of that out? I just, after the race in Dirt 2, it's like, oh, you've won a fucking new livery step through. Oh, you've got a hood ornament thing which you figured to put your car's step through. I don't care. But again, I thought, oh, mm-hmm. you didn't have to oh, wait for them. They were fairly quick. So it was like, oh, got that, got that, got that, got that. You just pushed buttons to skip through immediately. I mean, they were irrelevant, so it was just a feature. They were irrelevant, yeah. <laughs> it didn't actually matter. Whereas now, I, it's like, I wish I could skip the gaining driver points in Dirt 3, because it's like, dong, dong. Dong. <laughs> well, it did do that before, didn't it? Well, it, it did, tick, 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 tick. It's still kind of annoying. It's just like, I wish I could skip that. Why can't I just yeah. go, go to how many points I got? Bam. <laughs> the most annoying, for me, the most annoying bit about Dirt 2's system where that happened was when the, um, you levelled up and you got that boom yeah. moment where the camera goes fuck <laughs> and oh. just sort of like, it, like it's been shot or something. The, uh, the, um, my, my steering wheel no, naturally, if you were to like, presumably if you were to have like a controller, it would just vibrate at yeah. that moment to go, fuck yeah! The wheel, for some reason, wants to go left. <laughs> left. So it just goes, oh, left. 
<laughs> all the way left in the up direction, clearly. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a bit weird. Wow. Because it's annoying, because they're like, I've straighten this fucker out now. <laughs> like, because it just messes with the force. Yeah. Yeah, so not, not, not the force. Yeah. No. So I guess that's the, the menus compared Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual game. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's move into the The important game. part. Then the actual game, not sure I have a complaint yet. No, to I be didn't. honest, it's like the um, I have minor, minor, tiniest little complaint, and I think I mentioned this before, is that I don't think the sound balance with regards. To yeah, the, you said that. With regards to the, the, the pace the, notes, yeah, yeah, pace notes is quite so clear. I never noticed. That. I have other problems with sound and very, well, lots of other things, but the start with sounds since we're talking about sound. Um, well. I don't have so much a problem with the volume or balance of the face notes as much as I do that they just don't seem to be timed right. It's like really? I'm, I'm still thinking about the corner I'm doing while he's talking about the next corner, and then I miss it. I think that's a lot better because I think Dirt Two had the problem where they were too late. Yeah, often. yeah. And whereas they've gone, well, I think they're too early. <laughs> In real like, rally, they're a lot earlier. Well, yeah, than what they, yeah. What getting, I think I, now they've got it right. I think actually. I think they've pitched okay it right now that. because yeah. it's interesting. Because in Richard Burns' rally, you could adjust it. Literally, it had a slider. Yeah, you could cool. say, "Oh, I want to be notified earlier yeah. or something." But if you changed it anywhere from the default, in my experience, it completely threw me. Mm. Like if you had it even slightly earlier, it was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Mm. So I think Dirt Three. Well, I found it pitched right, but I suppose it depends on. It's, it depends on the thing. I think thing. the slider yeah. would have been a fairly good yeah. option to have, and I'm just, again, I'm surprised it's not ever been there. Yeah. That's really only a, that's like a minor weird thing yeah. that I suppose you get used to. Yeah. Oh, to corrections extent. column because we, we kind of said that Giant Bond said there was like a couple of vocal things from yeah. there too that don't exist. All right, fair enough. Yeah, we said that they said that there is an English lady in yeah. there too. There totally is not. Right, there's the Scottish dude and a New York woman. <laughs> Well, th- that's what I thought they said, so maybe they did were wrong. Yeah. Anyway. Either they were wrong, or we were wrong about what they said. It's in their game as a correction cast, nonetheless. So we can look it up if it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But, correction, um, correction nonetheless. So, other things that I think are weird about sound. You get a lot of echo off stuff nearby of your car. That seems a bit like yeah. a bit too much. Yeah, I agree. If you're driving near anything remotely solid, it just echoes the shit out of your it's car. It's a nice effect, but it doesn't make sense. If you're, well, if you're playing from the outside car view, it probably does make sense. If you're playing inside, much less sense. I suppose I play outside too. It does seem a bit extreme yeah. to me. Like, I, I mean, it's a good effect it's cool. for realism. It just seems like it's a bit too loud. It depends on the car as well, in like the buggies with like no. Then <laughs> again, if you look back, like a lot of games that first started introducing the, you know, that introduced this echo in tunnel thing, they always do it ridiculously. Yeah, do it. Like, super the one, echoey. Well, the one that comes to mind is F Zero. <laughs> the tunnels on that are fucking nuts because you go through it and all of a sudden it's like <laughs> your engine sort of goes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like HDR, isn't it? It's sort of yeah. the, the, every, they, well, they invent it and then they just overdo it completely. I was yeah. impressed. I was watching you play Dirt 3 just now and it's like, that was a nice amount of HDR there when you came yeah, yeah, out of that perfect. building. It's perfect. It's like, that's, that's almost like it is in real life rather than like that's good. utterly retarded. Yeah, yeah no, I know what you mean. It's, it's, it's weird because Dirt... <laughs> I suppose when HDR came out, everyone wanted to say, look at this! Yeah, because <laughs> Dirt 1 was like, whoa, shit! Boom! <laughs> the, the world exploded in nuclear holocaust the moment you came out of a tunnel. In a, in a beautiful shade of brown. <laughs> yeah, and it was brown. <laughs> and, yeah, it had the next-gen filter on it. Yeah. But I know you mean, Dirt 3, it's, it's, the way I describe it is, it's there, but you have to look for it. Yeah. And it's like, and actually, that's the perfect balance because in real life, you actually don't tend to the notice HDR it, yeah. that much. It's not like you're looking out going, shit, that's fucking dark. 
Oh wait, no, now it's not. <laughs> I mean, it happens when you. It actually hurts your eyes when you. Yeah, when it, on a bright sunny bright day, you come out. More, bright bloom is definitely more, yeah, yeah, definitely more noticeable. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, they've got it right. I know what you mean. Then, and the motion blur looks better as well in three. I think there's more. It's more noticeable than it was in two. But I think in two it was barely noticeable anyway. So it's like actually now it looks a lot better. I then, thought levels in two. Some of the levels in two looked a bit. W- flat in a kind of strange way like the texture of the road and the... oh no I think that about the uh, the, the, the quarry or what is it yeah, the level okay, in Dirt 3 I think that's kind of actually shit well I don't like any of the track textures in Dirt 3 really? it's like scenery is good cars yeah. are good but the track itself the, yeah, yeah the actual textures on the road that you're driving on and it's like when gravel looks like, yeah. co- like looks like tarmac I don't think so. It doesn't look like... No, I it's too shiny. It. It's like wet gravel does not oh, get yeah. shiny. Wet, gra- wet gravel. Wet gravel. Wet gravel. <laughs> wet gravel. Uh, that does look a bit weird, I have to say, because it looks yeah, way right. too shiny and way too uniformly shiny. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the problem. I don't have a problem with shiny gravel because, you know, stones go... <laughs> shiny. shiny. Yeah. But it's a bit uniform. Yeah. And you can see reflections in there. And it's I don't... Like, it's that's like... Not right. The track textures are still... We did say this and we knew this was going to be the case, but it's still like... I think even more now in Dirt 3 than Dirt 2, maybe, but I haven't really looked at this quite so closely as some of the other things I looked at, but it's just like the skin marks almost don't exist in Dirt 3. When you're doing a lapped race, you can almost not barely see where you where everyone skidded around the corner of the previous lap. Well, in fairness, a lot of the... Not, yeah, you, you might not... They might not even be dynamically generated quite so much because, you know, a lot of the tracks like that actually just have skid marks there first. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, the tarmac ones, yeah. yeah. Or the snow ones, even. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, we knew that there wasn't going to be deforming track or whatever, because <laughs> that's, that's something that Sega Rally did one time. <laughs> but it'd be nice to actually try and... Because, you know, people have tried to do it with, like, bump maps or whatever mm. to make there it look like... There hasn't been a game that's done it, done it properly yet. I mean, no, they, they should do it. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree, but it's, like, Nothing never been done. No it it just seems, yeah. like, weirdly out of place for all the other nice-looking stuff, like the scenery in the cars. That's that true. The track is still kind of meh. The Sega <laughs> Rallys weren't bad, but it was a bit extreme. Well, yeah. Well, it was... Yeah, that's yeah. a dumb game. That Sega Rally R, whatever it's called. Revolution. Uh, Revolution, yeah. yeah. So that sort of covers sound and graphics, I guess. But the my main problem with the game part of the game yeah. is just the feeling. I think it feels great. I think it feels really terrible. Well, actually, <laughs> no, I think what the difference is is I've, they've made the cars more variable. Than, than what? what? They've made them severely less variable. Every car feels exactly the fucking yeah, same. Every seven... surface feels exactly the fucking same. It's, it's like Cold no, Grade 4 to Grade 5. We're completely opposite on this. It's like, gra- it's like snow feels like gravel. Gravel feels like tarmac. Tarmac does not feel like tarmac. <laughs> well, I immediately said that. It's like when I was playing it literally minutes ago. Yeah. Those 70s rear-wheel drive cars do handle quite significantly. Well, okay, rear-wheel drive, but... Yeah. <laughs> and they're slower, and they're, different. That's a they're, they're less grippy, really? and it's like, there is a difference. Like the cars... There's definitely a difference between the surfaces as I well. mean, yeah, before it was like rally cars all handled the same. The hill climb cars, or whatever the hill climb was, was it Land Rush or Trailblazer. something? Trailblazer. Trailblazer, Trailblazer, yeah. Pretty much all handled the same. Sandy fast. It's like <laughs> all of the cars, I think, in the set, Handle the same. Yeah. Although I'm, I, I, got well, admit, I haven't played it enough you know, to prove that you know yeah. cars within a set handle different. They didn't really but... matter. I mean, that's the other 
I guess they still don't. Yeah. But like, it doesn't actually matter what car you drive. They're all going to be generally the that's, same. That's roughly ish. true. Yeah, and I sort of missed that because it was like the nice things about the early Colin McRae games is because like because there were so few cars, they were actually like it was nice to work out the nuances between them. Yeah, and, that's like, true. and I still think that's kind of lost. So you could actually tell the difference between the that in many them, games now. Because really. no, now car games like a race car games like Forza, they have so many fucking cars that because that's a selling point mm. that you just can't. I don't know, Forza 2 always got that right. You know, you moved between certain cars and they'd be like, holy shit, this is difficult. And it would be, oh, this is quite nice, but it steers like a... But again, a lot of the, a lot of that time, it was the difference between like rear wheel drive and four wheel drive and front wheel drive. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that no, is I, the legitimate thing that does I, make I, it different. I actually think Forza, you know, if you turn the assists off and you play with the wheel, Forza is really good at car nuance. Yeah, yeah, really no, I, no, I agree that they they are different. It's just yeah. like there's so many that you no longer get attached to one or the other necessarily. Like in PGI, it used to be well, this no, is no, my Boxster, my white Boxster, <laughs> yeah, and this I, is my P- yeah, MR2. I, I know what you mean. You don't get attached quite so much, but I did kind of get. You know, I, I made I, the way I forced myself to play Forza Two with no assists on a reasonably hard difficulty level meant that I had to spend time learning the car before I could even, uh, 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 yeah. you know, hope to do well in the events. Yeah, you know. But it's like if there was any indication of how much I think Dirt Free sucks on handling, it was that I I went I played Dirt Free because I was trying to get a little further into it to make sure I wasn't just completely crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you definitely are. But, I think the so, handling's that. So I still I was, think you're crazy. I was driving it around or whatever, and then when I went to Dirt 2, I was like, holy shit, this is so much more slidey. It's just much more like an actual gravel fucking surface. Well, I don't know. How, <laughs> You're not so actually sliding on a gravel surface. No, well, I mean, what, you know, whatever realism you want. But it, it feels more arcadey because it's the it surfaces. Is more arcade-y, yeah, it's the right. surfaces don't feel distinct any longer. It's like Colin Cray Five. I don't know. I've not made, made a decision yet. I think it's weird that the Dirt series in general has gone towards a less slidey model from the old Colin Cray Four. Well, you know, up up as far as Common Macro Four, the model was really, really quite slidey, wasn't it? You went, you could take any corner about a gear above what you're supposed to be and drift into I it don't and like boost that. out. Just but like... I don't think, yeah, again, from a driver's perspective, it was fun, but it's I'm not, not sure it's massively realistic. I think it's the new models are more game. realistic. But if we speak, if we can talk about realism, it's like snow does not feel slidey fucking at all. I mean, yes, they have giant fucking tire spikes or whatever, so yeah, it's meant I'll, to be I'll easier. agree with you there. The snow race didn't feel slowly enough. It's, it's snow not, doesn't feel like snow. I don't know. And also... Snow would actually literally make you slide... Ice would make you slide it across it. Well, snow just makes it really slow to slow down. Like, yeah. It, it's, that's, that, that does happen. The braking distances are like be, doubled, aren't snow they? Snow would just be more unstable. I think. Yeah. And it would be more unpredictable because you'd hit a lump and the car weight would be shifted and then you could end up well, like, sliding. You do get a bit of that, though. It's, it's like, like we don't really tracks. know, of course. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the... Oh, I've driven in snow. <laughs> well, you've driven in snow, but in, like... It's not like you've been going 100 miles an hour over snow no, with straight true, tires. But, <laughs> but even, you know, when you hit blocks, if you're, like, um, going down a country lane in the snow, yeah. which, I, which I've done, and you hit a lump that you weren't expecting, like, I think, all of a sudden the way your car is handling is suddenly jolted out of... But I think the other thing that annoys me about the snow is that you can't hear it. When you're driving over snow in real life, you can hear it. You can hear it crunching. Yeah, I guess you're right on that one. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Well, generally, they, and they, you, they, well, no, no, this is, again, another very valid point that all games do. It makes a sense. Road noise sense. is very downplayed. Well, in Dirt 3, I think the gravel is pretty bad as well. It's incredibly light and tinkly. It was a bit hardier in Dirt 2, but possibly still not as much as I would have liked. It's definitely a slushy <laughs> sound in the snow. It's just Well, there is. Crunchy. It's just really quiet. 
it's not nearly loud enough for, as we discussed before, a completely unsound insulated car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I don't know. What depends how loud your fucking Well, I guess, is, yeah, the engine does drown. It's out of car, so it should be. I don't, you know, actually, well, I don't, I don't, you I don't make know. up the sound balance actually, that you know I, I, really I don't know what I think about that because rarely cars are fucking loud. Yeah, they're so loud. You wouldn't hear the snow crunching. <laughs> the fucking yeah. engine would be so loud. <laughs> but I just don't think it's there at all, really. The noise of it. Mm. I think the surfaces, you can't say the surfaces don't feel different. Well, they feel different, but I just don't think they feel right. Mm. It's like, I don't think snow is, and the other thing about snow is, when, when, once you get off the rallycross tracks where it's more like rally, yeah. rally and snow, because there is Norway, Norway yeah. has snow rally tracks, the snowbanks just might as well not exist. You just drive straight over them or through them, <laughs> you can clip them, and it just doesn't affect the car handling at all. Whereas if you go back to one of the older Colin craze, as soon as you touch the edge of a snowbank, you just sort of get sucked into it because it's creating this so much more friction. Yeah, Definitely friction against more, your car. A lot more friction. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's more forgiving in that respect, and I think yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Because they get really narrow in the, in Norway, don't they? Because of the snowdrift. Yeah, but yeah, I see what you mean. But they would get. I, I maybe they're making a um, yeah well okay, a, con- a concession yeah to difficulty because uh, some games just make the snow some rally games just made the snow levels almost impossible like that's true in Richard Burns rally yeah two like, and four kind of made them really really hard but that was I kind of liked that because I found my tactic for doing it which is like kick them back out yeah <laughs> just just well, get the rear end to that, kick out before you do it there was that one like, oh, specific level where you came off snow and there was a part of the track that was just on a flat ice lake oh yeah and it was yeah, just yeah. loads of hairpins <laughs> <laughs> fucking impossible even in rally spot challenge like I remember the snow being not not the ice tracks because that was just <laughs> hilarious. But I just mean the snow rally. I just remember being just really hard in places. Yeah, I'm struggling to remember the rally sport challenge snow. But yeah, I mean, the ice races because the, the problem is, is my memory of that is completely dominated by ice races. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> hilarious. And then so here's maybe the one last sort of major thing that I totally disagreed with when I listened back to your to the previous bits where we talked about that. I completely don't like the handling. <laughs> the, no, I think it's different. I don't think it's bad. I think yeah, it's just Maybe different. it's just different taste in handling. Yeah. Because like you guys prefer um, MSR to and I prefer PGR. Oh, there was another the thing. The first one. And like and like you guys prefer different Colin McRae's. Like you like Colin McRae 2 and I like Colin McRae 1 handling. <laughs> so yeah, then again, that's kind of different. Yeah. See, see, it's all kind that of... That was like progress more than... So maybe it's just a completely <laughs> refinement. Damn it. I mean. Maybe it's just a completely subjective thing, then, and there's no way. Yeah, you can, no, you know I, I, you I, can... I think it's more of that because I don't have an opinion either way on the handling. I think it's, I just think it's different. I think there was one more thing in about the sort of feel of Colin of Dirt free <laughs> was that the cars don't feel heavy any longer, especially land rush trucks. And I mean, obviously they've moved away yeah, from the land rush. True. But you don't get the like dunk you get when you come off a jump in dirt too. That was actually awesome. Yeah, you kind of do in the in the buggies, but they're really light anyway. Yeah, but yeah, I agree about the land rush trucks. They're like shoved in there. They, they just feel like, like rallycars, basically. Them, yeah, you get them like twice. People used to love the trucks. I think they were yeah, one of the best. That was bits one of the of best bit of the first dirt. Yeah. Actually, I think was they should just do because uh, I heard they're making a dirt game that's like a. A, um, a an arcade, arcade one, one yeah. so that they can do presumably a realistic but they should just make well, that's a good idea they should just make a new franchise that is the Dakar Rally 
Oh, yeah. And just do the land and the motorbikes and all the know. stuff that's in the Dakar Rally. Well, the Dakar Rally is kind of a boring environment. But then again, you no, can it's, all, it's not a boring well, environment. Plus, you could also if you were only doing that and, for, like, hours and hours. But it's got loads of different terrains. You it, wouldn't have... You'd it condense does, but it's it so not, it would have the sands well, and the mountains. Plus, you could also and, argue that they sort of... The, 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 the experimental game Fuel was kind of on that, in that I vein. guess, yeah. yeah. And wasn't great. Yeah. Although I haven't played it, I do. Have, it's one of those things I bought in that Codemasters pack that I have but haven't played. But I think that would be a good idea. Get the Dakar Rally license and make a game with just all the land rush. It might be too expensive <laughs> to actually get a license. No, but point. no one else is using it. Well, no, that's true, but that doesn't necessarily make it cheaper. Well, it's got to be cheaper than the World Rally license. Not that they have that. No, exactly. But, no, no, no. Or the F1 license. That would be the okay. The F1 one. license, yeah, that's probably is the expensive that, one, and they do have that. So I'm sure they can afford the freaking Dakar Rally license. It probably raised the profile of the. Dakar Already quite considerate. I was about to say, does someone still have WRC? Is it still used? It's been a while since there was. I think it's been quite a while since it was an official WRC game. Yeah, as far as I know. Unless Codemasters are after that. Well, they've got some of the official. They've got the official cars like the new Mini and stuff. So they must Mm. have some licensing going on. Yes, that might be with the manufacturers rather than again with the tournament. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. So there's one more thing that I think is the one last thing I used to more majorly disagree with. The weather effects are not good. They are. <laughs> they are bloody terrible. The snow doesn't even hit the windscreen. There's no effect for snow actually hitting the car. When has there ever been, in fairness? I've not been well, in the car. Well, no, there hasn't, but uh, as far except, as I can remember. Except I haven't seen snow falling yet. But I have. It looks well, that's like what I was talking when you're about. in a real car. You know how it swoops towards you in a real car? Yeah, but it doesn't hit, hit the windscreen. It. it totally does that. It looks awesome. It doesn't hit the car at all. There's no interaction. play in car. Like I don't. Time. I don't play in car, but I switched it in car to check. Just to check. Oh, that's pedantic, it isn't it? Well, no, it's an important effect. <laughs> Driving in snow. Way. Snow is like a quite an. In- you know, it obscures your vision quite a lot when it's snowing quite heavily and it's hitting the windscreen as you're driving along. Yeah, you know, it's not much different. And then rain, rain is equally bad. The in car view of rain is fucking terrible. So, not even as good as Dirt 2. So, and Dirt 2 didn't have rain, it only had water that so splashed as, out of puddles. So it's awesome weather effects and you're worried about just the, how it, they affect the windscreen. And I've the rest admit, of the car. Given how much effort they put into making that effect look good in Dirt 2, I think it's a weird omission. Because you, unless unless they're kind of downplaying headcam now, I don't believe well, it's missing. I, I find that hard to. Believe. But when because Rob said I play it from bonnet cam and the drops of the water on the bonnet look yeah. awesome. Yeah, they fucking don't. They don't move. You're driving at 100 miles an hour and the droplets on the bonnet are completely fucking stationary. And you have some weird problems with this yeah, game. I didn't notice that because I was driving. <laughs> you have some strange <laughs> problems with this game, like the tiniest little it's things. Not tiny. It's like. They make such an effort to try and make it look awesome, which they've succeeded in the scenery. So they made like the best they could go of last year, and you're worried about and 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 you're just and your complaints are that they haven't gone a step further. Right? Actually, it's I've not a bit... step further; it's a step back. The I... water that comes up into your windscreen in Dirt Two is fucking awesome. It looks bloody amazing considering they didn't make rain, so they didn't have any other reason to put water on there. Yeah, it's, it's a neat effect. <laughs> it is neat. I like it. And you know, I've I've, I've like gone yay about it before it'd be interesting to see uh, again because I can't comment because I haven't played it enough whether the in-car cam does still have puddle splash yeah I I couldn't find any big enough puddles to get it the there only because the only tra- the only track that I'd seen big puddles on was Landrush and those tracks are so tall they don't also they don't actually have a windscreen so <laughs> 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 and I kind of discovered that plan so I don't know I have to see whether that effect still exists but, I know, I know what you mean about the droplets on the water, on the thing. They look good, but 
when the car is stationary, and I think PGR four might have had the same issue actually, in that the you know the water yeah. on cars looks good when they're stationary, but but no one has modelled that properly. Properly, well, it's, like, it's streaks. It's yeah. not really about well, it's not really so much about modelling, but I mean, yeah. If, they, if they're going to put droplets on a car, they should sort of make the concession that they have to move somehow, because otherwise it just kind of is a bit weird. I bet that's difficult. That'll be the future. That that, that will happen, but I bet that's difficult to do. They probably thought, well, we but no, uh, this would like, be awesome to make these dynamic, but we already spent all our GPU budget on making... Is this the idea that... It depends that what kind like, of droplets there, because not every droplet on the window... Well, no, not everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but when it's raining and you're driving through it... There might be a few... <laughs> And then again, how much of the bonnet do you really see when we're driving for us to comment on? Maybe they don't move. <laughs> I, mean, it's like, I think there's like the splashes and shit knock them around mm. in real life. Mm. You, you say like maybe they're not concentrating on headcam any longer. That'd be kind of a weird... Well, it's in there. It well, is... I mean, it's in there, but it's kind of... Or maybe they've sort of taken a concession that, oh, that shifts bag. We'll just focus on the actual driving. Well, it's like, do, do you... Is... The idea that now everyone doesn't play on headcam, it's like consoleized, you play from behind the car. You could play headcam on a console. Well, I, I'm not saying that you couldn't, but I'm saying that is, is there perception that most people don't play in, in the car now? I think I they do. Yeah, I think most people play out. The majority of casual players, I mean. Like, oh, yeah. We're, yeah. we're fairly hardcore, by, like I reckon, by having this in-car idea. Because I reckon the majority of people that play GT actually play out of car. Same with Forza. I think you know most people with a pad and a casual player of racing games will play out of car because they like to see the car. And it is a bit, well, for a pad play, it's a bit easier. Yeah, if you're actually playing hardcore with a wheel, I find it harder. But... I think quite a few people follow the Jeff Gersman um, line of reasoning. I don't know if that's why I argue, <laughs> but that you see more of the track if you're on bump cam or yeah. whatever. Slightly, yeah. Like, you haven't got a big, you know, I don't yeah, know. Well, no, that's, it's that's, arguable, though. But that's why I like, like bonnet cam, because I don't have all the shit in the way yeah. for the head cam, but I've got enough for, you know, yeah. to feel like you know, the car's actually in front of me. Bonnet cam seems nice. No. I still say, I'm just, I'm just uh, in, entrenched, entrenched on the older bumper cam now, but You're sometimes so they, put it, to the floor. they put it too low sometimes. That's what annoys me. Like if you need it, an option for that. Yeah. Get a slider. You should Go be able because you can do that in like PGR. Yeah. I think you they can. had two bonnet bumper cams. Yeah. And, well, oh, well, yeah. Had those two stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of games prefer, but had two bumper cams, didn't they? So you could get. That's better because it <laughs> looks incredibly fast when you're right on the floor, but yeah. you can't see the corners for shit. Yeah. So you need to be. Any kind of kill your fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. At least bonnet cam is kind of still head heighty. Yeah. So it's yeah. so it's good. It's reasonable. So yeah. I'm very surprised that you I suppose it's the handling is a subjective thing, but I think it feels awesome that game and looks great. I think the bigger difference that you know, graphics aside, like and it's slight things that have never been done that are somehow worth a full on complaint. Because <laughs> um, they should have done them by now. Jesus. But they're building it for consoles, don't forget. Yeah, well, that's the other problem with it, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a lot of DX11 support, don't get me wrong, but, you know, on the whole, like, some of the more fancy stuff is probably just hard, or perhaps PCs just aren't powerful enough yet to do it, uh, you know. Well, they'll get there. I still think if they... If they if they had a better rain on the windscreen effect in Commodore Code Four than they do in Dirt Three, that's just lazy. <laughs> I think that yeah, that's just like an animation. You yeah. don't even have to do that dynamic. I want to really. see it for myself, but you're right. Yeah. That, that is a bit odd. We should look into this shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that would be a bit odd. No, Still, something that would never affect me because <laughs> well, I'm no. playing, they're playing car. But yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I know what you mean though. 
is is kind of odd. Uh, but I think it's, it's, it's weird. I'm struggling to... Until I play more of the game and I get a better feel for the events, and I think the events are key to this, mm. will be that... The, 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 the question here is, is Dirt 3 actually better than Dirt 2, really? And at the moment, you know what? I'm not sure. I think it's as good as, at the very least. But I'm... Until I play more of it and want to see more of the events, and if, if the events are more of the ones that I like, I think then I can immediately go. Yeah, yeah. it's better. You know, I already like the the improved focus on rally. Um, mm. You know, this right from the bat, that's kind of like yay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, you lose the land rush. But you do lose land rush. You do but, lose land rush. But just, Although at the time, to be honest, if you think back to like the two when before it came out, we were like, "What the fuck is this land rush?" Did. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Dirt Two had less land rush than Dirt One, didn't it? Cause I that... can't. I didn't play Dirt Run One, and I well, wasn't really. There was, there was two different types, wasn't there? Because you had the buggy land rush and the truck and, and the truck land rush, and they just got combined in Dirt Two, really. Well, no, no, there were some tracks. That well, there were some that limited truck only, but they, they, you could just have trucks and buggies racing at the same time. In some yeah, cases. in some races, they were essentially <laughs> the same kind of vehicle. Yeah, like the Dakar Rally. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, and the Dakar Rally game would have to involve like repairs and stuff when didn't you broke do down, that and you have to like try and a get mini stuff game. out of it. Yeah, yeah, mini games. And <laughs> shit. Didn't someone do that once? Make a Dakar game? I'm sure someone has at some point in the universe. That'd be so cool. And you'd have to like sleep and stuff. You'd... Oh, it's time! To, it's time to sleep. Use my sleep budget. Wake uh, <laughs> up! God. Oh no, my alarm fired! Oh god, I just that would be that would be the worst random event in a yeah. game. You know what you're talking roughly as hardcore as actually doing Le Mans 24 for the full 24 here. I'm kind of talking uh, Screamer 4 by 4 retardedness. Man, that game was hardcore. Anyway, hardcore and yet like and nothing to do with Screamer. It did. It, was like, <laughs> yeah. it wanted to be hardcore, but it was designed on such a. Shitty engine. Well, it wasn't necessarily shitty, it was just like, they couldn't do it at the time. Yeah. Like, you couldn't get enough terrain geometry detail no. back then, so everything was very triangular. Yeah. And I've got stuck. And there was a lot of times where, where it was more about exploiting the triangular geometry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Find the angle. Yeah. I will play more of it, but there's other things to do. Like, my backlog, as you know, is enormous, and I've literally only just finished Outland. You decided to finish it. I finished it, yes. And, so, I, and I went hardcore and spent like... This was the thing. I could have finished the game about three hours quicker than I did because I got to the end of the last bit yeah, and then found the boss fight, had a few goes at that and thought, man, this is fucking difficult. Um, it's one of those sort of levels where there's lots of moving platforms and the angle of the lasers which you like, get in the way are kind of awkward and it, it's, 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 it's purposely kind of hard yeah. like to actually hit the targets. But at that point, I realised, oh, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to actually get, if it's going to let me back into it, you know. And so I thought, well, I better go completionist and see if I can get the achievement for finding all the marks of the gods and wrapping up some of the money vases and things. Yeah. Now, um, which highlighted to me, and I can't believe I didn't really, I didn't really consider it a problem up to this point. But then you get to the end, and it's like you can't tell where you've missed stuff until you go there. It's like you have to be in. There's five essentials. Well, there's more than five. There's about six, seven zones really in the game. Yeah. Um, you have the hub, the five main levels, and your starting level. And you can't tell whether you've missed stuff in them until you go to not just that zone, 
but that particular screen, if you will, within that zone. And then it will tell you, oh, you've got one of one Mark of the Gods in this area. There's or... just no like overall list. No. So it's a bit frustrating because I, I spent the majority of my time just traversing the levels. To go to all again, places. To, to cover all bases, to find where I've missed stuff. Uh, eventually you get like a, a perk added to the system that lets you show on the map where you've missed money bars. But there's never one to show you where you've missed marks. You only get a count of, there's one on this screen you haven't got. Right. Um, basically it took fucking forever to find them. And I had I did have to cheat and use a game fact to find one. Because I traversed this one screen for like ages and just couldn't find where the shit it was. It was, yeah, it was the right bastard basically where I figured out where, where, where I found out where it was. It's like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and it's like, it's quite easy to get to, but it's just so well hidden. <laughs> So, yeah, so that was evil. Uh, yeah, so I spent a long, long time doing that because the game didn't provide me with any useful way of seeing where I went wrong. Um, and then I did attempted the final boss again and did it first time. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's not quite so difficult this time for some reason. <laughs> I think I've been, I think I've been playing it for so long that I just got zoned in to the way the character worked and stuff, and it just wasn't hard in the end. Mm. And uh, yeah, so it's done. It was good. It took me nine and a half hours to finish, which isn't bad for a live arcade game, I guess. Fair enough. Did you get all the achievements? No. Yeah. There's. I missed one combat achievement, which was to... No, two combat achievements, one of which was to get a creature to kill itself on spikes. Right. Um, specifically, a, a specific type of creature. I had, like, some of the dudes, like the, the angry men, sort of walk off cliffs or, like, I'd <laughs> nudge them off a cliff and they'd die on the spikes. But it was a certain type of spider enemy that I had to make fall on the spikes that I didn't throughout the course of the game. And there's also what is really hard one, actually, is kill 20 enemies in a row whilst on one heart of life. Oh. Um, and that's worth, like, 20 points or something, so it's quite a... That's really difficult, because just not getting hit... This is the second major flaw of the game. And these are the only two, I hasten to add, is that the collision detection in combat is kind of flaky at times. Like, especially against some of the bigger enemies, like the biggest... Spiders, for instance, the way you do it is you switch to, you obviously switch to the colour so you can hurt them. You get above them after they attempt to hit you and then do a butt stomp. But I've had times where that butt stomp hasn't connected and I've just been stood in the middle of them. And then, of course, I get hit because it's like, there's physical contact and you're in the middle of the enemy. And it's like, well, how did that happen? How did I just pass through it without hurting it with an attack that was like the one that's supposed to stun it? Um, so at times, yeah, collision detection's a bit flaky, which is kind of awkward, but, you know, because most of the time it's fine. And then every now and then you'll get something, you just go, ah, you know, because it can cost you a few hearts. So you'll get stuck in them and you'll bat away and then they'll do an attack as you're trying to get out of them. And you'll get hit again. And it's like, oh, motherfucker. Really shitty enemies that you can farm this off, like a big swarm of pansies or something. <laughs> Yeah, there are a couple of places where I might be able to pansy it, like use some the special beam attack you get eventually, just murder of like ten of them or something, and then t- have to try and take out ten normally. Yeah, but some of the, the some of the even some of the pansies are kind of irritating though. Like they have a couple of the enemies later on in the game, like go electric, as is always the thing, so you can't hit them at all um, for a bit. And it's quite awkward to time because though like it just only goes, I'm fine, I'm electric, and you're like, <laughs> oh fuck. I just launched my attack and hit your zappiness. Or a few of the enemies later, <laughs> there's these fish that colour change quite quickly. So they go like red, blue, red, blue. And if you hit them with the wrong colour, they sit there and go, wah, 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 and explode into a shower of bullets of both colours. 
So, which you can dodge if you like get because they come out at like eight, the cut like the eight points or yeah. something, eight directional. So you can sort of get out of the way, but it's still a bit awkward if you don't get it right. It's like oh, that's because they just turn so fast. It's like ah, oh. and there are these fucking irritating plants that just fire both colours of bullets and are one colour themselves. So you have to try and hide in a gap between the shots and then sort of poke it casually because <laughs> you can only hit them when they're open as well. So they're they're kind of annoying. But yeah, so that's quite a difficult one. There's a co-op challenge one I need to do. Yeah. Um, I got I did an arcade level, which is basically play one of the stages again, but there's an achievement for getting through it under the target time, the right. whole the whole stage. So jungle, the target time is about 20 minutes, and I did it in about 17. <laughs> it took a reasonable amount of time to just blitz through it. I, it would have been quicker, but I died on the boss <laughs> um, one time. Uh, but that's kind of neat because it has kind of a multiplayer scoring system as well. So, like, every time you kill an enemy, your multiplier token comes out, and uh, the, the more tokens you collect, eventually you build up a multiplier. So, all of the score bonuses you get for doing stuff go up. If you get hit, it drops down a level. So, that's kind of cool, actually. It's like a neat sort of replay system for those that really care about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's nice that it's there. Uh, yeah, very good, I have to say. Means I can move on to Uncharted. <laughs> yeah. Totally similar games. <laughs> kind of. Oh yeah. <laughs> one with guns and three dimensions, and one without guns that you hold. <laughs> Things shoot at you. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's quite a lot of games, really. Yeah, Things shoot, shoot at you. At you. <laughs> yeah. So moving on to Uncharted, I think next. That's my uh, when I feel like playing a console game. That isn't LA Noir mode. <laughs> How's it going in LA Noir? On the Vice Desk. Done the first Vice case. I think the game's getting better as it goes along. Yeah. Like, a lot of the issues that I have early on seem to be going away. Maybe I'm just getting used to the tactics you need to employ, and Possibly. or maybe the clues are getting a bit more obvious. I don't know. I don't know. The interviews get harder, though, I think. I don't know. I think I find myself making fewer mistakes. Maybe you just get few... better at it, yeah. i got to admit, there are a few times where it's been a bit awkward and you think... Like you're, you're you're where it's like you're pressing scumbags for information basically, but you haven't really got any solid proof yeah. against them. So you just want to do the doubt option all the time. Yeah, basically. yeah. So like, you're a bastard, bastard. You're a bastard. You're a bastard. Um, well, that's obviously not the right course of action half the time. But and you know, obviously, every now and then there's the odd face that throws you where it's like mm. that's not a straight face. Doubt, and it's like no, that's his true face. I'm like motherfucker. But I suppose that's the trick of the game. But there's not many of those. Mm. There's there's fewer of them as the game's gone on, I think. Mm. Uh, Which is fine. I don't know really how to take that, because as I say, it's more of an experience that you just slog through more than a game. In a way. That doesn't sound very good. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? It's like heavy rain in that there's a path you have to follow. Yeah. And it's not a challenge per se, but it's nice to be along for the ride. You have you, have you got as far as having to do? There's a bit of crappy stealth at one point where you have to follow a woman. Have you got? That oh, I haven't yet? done that. Okay. I know there's a, an achievement attached to it okay. that looks pretty difficult. Look forward to that. <laughs> yeah, is that like a low point? Yeah, I mean, theoretically, it was cool. In practice. It's really frustrating. <laughs> okay. That's what I said. I've talked about it before on the cast, but yeah. Because the action bits are often the game's weakness, I find. Yeah. Like, I don't like the hostage bits. Hmm. Where there's a guy going, go, don't, don't move, because do there's no good solution, is no. there, other than shoot the dude. Yeah, you have to shoot them. And, uh, 
yeah, I find sometimes that maybe it's just me, but it looks like sometimes like I just shot that guy in the face and he's backing away, going, "Well, you asked for this, bang bang, you lose." Do the whole street crime again, or do the whole section again, mm. and it's like, no, no, I, 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 it really looked like my crosshair was on your face. It's like survive that, motherfucker. <laughs> Crappy 1940s guns, they clearly yeah, can't yeah, yeah, they could be that too. But yeah, I, I don't enjoy those. I think those sections are a bit awkward. Mm. And there's quite a few of them, really. They, they come, like they to come, have a dramatic ending to yeah, their cases. Come... And it's like, this isn't actually... Well, no, but yeah, again, that's the other weird thing, isn't it? A lot of cases end with just a chase a guy, shoot him. And it's like, the shooting him ending isn't really that satisfying, no, is it? Because it's like, it's like we've just, you know, we've just killed him. Great. A much more interesting ending to a case is choose who to charge. That's much yeah. more fun. And so I want to see the, the, the sort of like... Um, calm someone down with an intimidation shot option come up at some point. Often, it's like, yeah. it just doesn't. Most of the time when you're chasing someone and you're not supposed to kill them, it just, uh, you know, I'd like to see perhaps more branching in that respect where it's like, okay, your weapon's available to you. Mm. It's not a kill or be killed situation. It's like, give them the option to perhaps subdue or murder mm-hmm. and have a branching path from there. Too often it's like, the game is like, no guns, or this is a gun section, therefore you know you've got to kill the dude. And it's like, well, yeah, you could have introduced a choice here. Maybe I can, like, intimidate him down by firing a few shots past his face while he's running across a road. You know, something like that. Sure. I don't know. The missed opportunities. Because it's like, I've seen that mechanic, like, once. Or twice. Where it's like, well, you can you can intimidate this guy out of running further. And it's just not happened again. And it's like, that's kind of a cool mechanic. I want to see it again. And I want it to be my choice. So no, so no, so there. Well, yeah, and you know, it'd be nice if it, it could even not work. So you have to, you could try it, and if the guys keep running, it's like, oh, fine. Well, it's not going to end that way, then, is it? You know, at least make me have the option. I guess mm. that would be that would be cool, rather than immediately going aim. Or oh, there's no, that, there's no that, 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 that target's not there. Right, murder time. <laughs> there's a lot of murder. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. In a game about murder, I think I'm doing more murdering than the criminal. Than the murderers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Culvert. Murderer. Murderer with a job. <laughs> murderer with a job. <laughs> that should be the name of the film. No, murderer in. with a job. Murderer with a job. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> this game has a few deaths in it. Love. <laughs> lol. <laughs> Hello, Noir, lol. Murder simulator. Lol, Hello, noir. Noir. <laughs> lol noir. <laughs> lol noir. Yes. Uh, yeah, what else have I been doing? Not much, really. Sonic. Oh, a bit more Sonic, yeah. I'm pacing myself quite well with that. I'm about 10 hours in, and I've literally only just opened up the last three levels. Which, you know, I was a little bit worried about the content size of it, but it seems to be lasting, so I'm slightly less worried about it as I, the more I play it. You know, but, <laughs> although I do wish that some of the, the, the level targets were a bit harder, like for the actual levels, because it's like, oh, this is my first game playing it. S-Rag. Oh. <laughs> there's not, much, there's not yeah. much need for me to go back to that other than to explore and find the red rings, which is pretty cool on its own. It's yeah. like, I just wish that ranking system was a bit harder, because the, 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 the only time where the full level ranking system makes more sense to me is when you're doing the doppelganger races and they give you some fairly harsh targets sometimes <laughs> some of the targets earlier on for those actually like on Sky Sanctuary I think was the hardest target to S rank so far the others haven't been quite so difficult as that since then so it was a bit of a weird imbalance 
But it's probably just to do with routes and stuff. Yeah, because Sky Sanctuary is such an insanely inventive level in like in terms of where the routes are, and actually pulling them off and finding them is kind of the tricky bit. Yeah. In them, compared to the other levels where it's like, oh, I know there's something there. Although Speed Highway has a few odd ones in places, like a few extra branches that you don't spot the first time. And I've got on a really annoying one that's basically just a loop. If you don't get it right, you just end up on a fucking loop for, like, until you get it right. And it's like, it took me ages running around this loop to actually realise, hang on, I'm going around in circles here. <laughs> and, to, and, that. and to find the actual... Uh, well, there's an achievement for going that route. Right, yeah. And getting the red star ring on it. Um, but there's... As I say, I just kept miss. There's like some boost pads on the floor. Yeah. And it, maybe I was going too fast or just missing the pads somehow. And just not going that route, so I'd end up falling on a bit of old track again, just going round and round, and it's like, what the fuck's going on? Okay. <laughs> Took me a little while to realise that. It's like, oh wait, I'm supposed to go this way. I think the Speed Highway has been the, was, the, it's one of the levels that I haven't gone back and played very much, but it certainly seems to have like the most ridiculous side routes, where like, if you go into a, into a different route, it takes you to an entirely different bit. Like there's that bit where, uh, well, I think it's in the mod one, but yeah, it must be because you're you're catching one of the rockets, the flight, you know, that fling you across the level. Mm. And if you're doing it sort of what I what I would say is the normal way, like if you're not trying to, <laughs> if you're just going through the level as it appears, you know, you're not specifically looking for shortcuts. Mm. You you kind of jump up and grab the rocket out of midair or whatever, and then it fires you into the next bit of level. But there's another route where if you hit the shortcut, you come to that rocket like on its platform and it's still landed instead of grabbing it out of midair. And oh, yeah, that takes yeah. you to like a totally different bit of level. <laughs> oh, really? Huh. There's like, um, because I know it's like hinted at me a couple of times. It's like, oh, try hitching a lift on a helicopter near the start to get to a different. Yeah, to take a different route. So I can't pull that off. Well, but, I'm not sure you can actually hit that helicopter immediately at the start. Maybe that's not the one then. Or yeah, I think it might be a different because that it does pop up a lock if you jump like the instant the level starts. If you jump right at the top of that ramp, it, you can hear the lock sound for like a split second, but you can't catch it. Well, that fucker moves really quickly. <laughs> it's like even if you did lock it in homing attack, it'd be quicker than your. No, attack. I I don't think that is the one. I don't yeah. think you can get that one. You can boost and jump off the top of that hill and then land on a on a something down there that avoids that whole loop yeah. and is a different route. But... This this right here, this possibility, this conversation of the possibilities of the ways of going through the level is exactly the sign of a good Sonic level. Yeah, and this game has a ball. It's like pretty much all of them have this. <laughs> Although, as we've discovered, some of the routes are like ridiculous, like that one on the chemical farm. Yeah, that, one's that you could bad. work out before, and then no. I eventually got it after ages. It was like Jesus Christ, that's a bit. Ludicrous, where you have to like jump, boost in midair, and fire yourself into a ring that's normally too far away, and then it throws you down, and you have to catch the light speed yeah, yeah. out of midair as well. That's what I mean. It's kind of cool that they uh, they've even catered for these super well, aren't super hardcore, I guess, especially in three D land, where it's actually difficult to pull off after that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like but that's it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Sonic Generations. Rob loves it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just me. Zach likes it too. The internet yeah. loves it too. I just like time trial. Yeah. I'll, 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 really finish, I'll do all the single player stuff and then start challenging your times. And then we can get into it proper. But that, as I said before, it's like I don't really like the time trial in the time trial. I, I, <laughs> I, I like having like... <laughs> Yo dog, I'll put some time trial in your time trial. Yeah. I, but I, I like having them skills. Because it actually, you know, like... 
actually going faster is one oh, of the skills. Yeah, we, we, we talked about this before, that perhaps the skill system, there could have been two separate time trials for like one skill, one without. Yeah. Because perhaps some skills may have been more appropriate for certain levels than others. It's just like... But at the moment, I'm, I'm not... If they made the skill system a bit better, then perhaps that would be... Where, you know, at the moment, it's just like stick with your speed set all the time. Well, it's just like some <laughs> base, those basic skills are almost sort of essential and make it feel better. It's like going faster, obviously. The athleticism uh, well, for, for the water levels. Okay, yeah. The, when you, you the, the water, hot, faster yeah. acceleration. Yeah, that helped. The like quicker homing attack lock on. So you can actually go bam, 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 bam and not dish. Oh, I haven't got that one yet. That's kind of cool. That really sucks when you don't have it. And when you get it, it's like, holy shit, this is way better. So yeah, it's like some of those are almost making the game play like it should, I'd say. (laughs) More enjoyable that way. Yeah, it'd be interesting if the... uh, I think that they'd have a difficult time balancing the skills out in order to sort of mean that, you know, certain sets are... Yeah, because they clearly don't. (laughs) To to sort of, like, um, you know, encourage experimentation with them. I think that's going to be a bit... That is tough, because at the moment, as I say, I'm not experimenting with them at all, because I've just had my set that has more speed, more boost. (laughs) That was one of the things I tried on that, to try and get to that chemical route, that chemical plant route. Mm. I was like, maybe I need an actual different skill to get there. To do it, yeah. But it turned out I didn't. <laughs> so, no, because then it wouldn't have worked in time trial. Well, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Would they have been able, would they have been allowed to have put skill sets in that would open up different routes because you have the skill to do it? And I'm not sure whether that, that's good or not. But mm. Yeah. It's, 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 that's a difficult one to define, really. Is that actually a good thing to have? Well, it's like my, that bit right at the start of Crisis City, my favourite route, my favourite, like, route, well, well my, my fastest route for that level. Mm. In the, there's that bit where you you basically run down a big hill and there's immediately a hole, mm. and then you have to homing attack the bird things to get across it. Okay, yeah, yeah. But if you have boost start the skill because you're going so fast when you come down the mark that hill, you can just jump and clear the entire gap, <laughs> and that is like obviously like several seconds faster. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's not quite a different route, it's just like a different... A different tactic because you've gone quicker. Yeah, because you can actually go faster. You see, yeah, I'm in two minds about whether I like that or not. It's kind of cool from an experimentation side that you can just pull it off, but at the same time it's like, it seems a bit cheap. (laughs) You're missing level design. It's a bit cheap how there's just a giant fucking hole right at the start of the level. (laughs) Maybe you don't realise you didn't die immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I have to say, I know, so far I haven't had so much of a problem with the challenges. I think that the, the sort of worries that a lot of people have. There's been the, the two shit ones I think so far have been. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of Ezio's rope, not Ezio, Espio. Ezio, that'd be Espio's rope wasn't that hot. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Well, I couldn't work out how to swing as high as they no. wanted you to. It was a bit, places. You had to like. You had to. It was all that classic where you had to sort of glitch it where you had to keep reattaching the rope and then it would, sometimes it would be longer and that would give you a boost or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you mean. You could, yeah, because you can't control the length of the rope once it's swinging. Yeah, maybe that was it. You weren't really swinging so much as just taking a fixed momentum at the point you attached. I suppose you're right, yeah, because you could go fly up and then attach again and use that to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I didn't think of that. Yeah. That could work. But it's not quick. No. <laughs> so you don't do it. Not really. Um, and as, as I said before, the fucking Amy challenge with the spinner was a bit rubbish. But you still haven't done Vector. I still so haven't done Vector. You no. still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know the horror. <laughs> the 
horror. And as I said, there was that one as well on Sky Sanctuary that glitched out a bit because of the that one attack where it sort of leaves you out of control for a second. Yeah. Which was a bit weird. Other than that, the game's relatively glitch-free. Just those slowdowns, as we discussed several yeah, times. Yeah, it's a you know, PC thing. Well, and it, and it, it, Well, and it is only a couple of levels that suffer from it really badly. Yeah. Like, Chemical Plant is by far the worst. The rest of them I don't have too much of a problem with. Always make sure to turn off your CPU stepping or whatever, or fan speeds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did find that if I set my computer on turbo mode, that I get... I get turbo mode. Yeah, I know, and there is actually a turbo mode on my... Not, it's not a button, though. No, <laughs> on your it's not a pointless button that just changes a number on the LEDs and actually does nothing else. I um, think the turbo mode used to actually slow the computer down in the old <laughs> Apparently some people have said that, yeah. It was, it was for games that you did CPU-based timing or something. Yeah. So you needed to turn on turbo mode in order to slow it down enough to make it playable. Anyway. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but it was... Uh, if I put it on turbo mode, then I get less of those glitches. If, I, if my CPU is overclocked, basically, then, it, then I don't get those issues. But then all the cutscenes go ridiculously out of sync. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, if I run it in turbo mode, the, the video runs faster than the audio. Oh man, that's a classic. In the same way as if I don't have it on, if I have my computer on slow mode... Like if it, you know, if it, the automatic mode hasn't detected that it needs to be running at the right speed, yeah, it goes. It, the 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 video runs slower than the audio. <laughs> so it's like if I run it at the right speed, totally un, you know, no clocking at all, then it's fine. <laughs> that is weird. That is odd. It's a bit annoying. Although who cares about the sequence? So yeah, the sequences aren't. I, I admit the sequences are a bit shit in this. Again, they're not bad. You know, they're not outrageously bad. There's just less of them. They're not as cool as Sonic Colors. And it's more irrelevant. Yeah. It's just like, we're going to make up some bullshit story of why you have to run fast. Because somehow running fast restores time. Yeah. <laughs> and they, for some reason, seem overly keen on using young tales more than modern tales. Yeah. So the most annoying voice in possibly the entire Sonic lineup is the one that you get most often. <laughs> it was already annoying, and then we made him young, so he became more annoying. Just like every, every other character that does just that. Just like before. Nathan Drake. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? The washing machine is wobbling so hard with the, the, the tables are jiggling. Wow. That's lucky we've only got three minutes to go <laughs> in this podcast. It's like DIY. That's quite impressive resonance. Hey. That's the glasses. It's our beer bottles on the table are making. Oh, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Your house is badly constructed. <laughs> Zach diagnoses your problem there. Oh, the washing machine is fucking awesome! Well, maybe, I guess. Hardcore. It's powerful enough to make. Okay, okay, I'm just gonna move those. Success. I have beer bottles in my crutch. <laughs> the question was. Clack. The question is could you actually hear that on the recording? <laughs> Otherwise, we're just going to sound really dumb. So. How can you probably hear that? There's a low rumbling of. Yeah, you'll hear that. We shall see. <laughs> you'll hear that. <laughs> you'll hear that. Good demonstration, yeah. mate. <laughs> oh my god, I need pizza. Yeah. yeah. I think it's time to put it in the oven after this. I like the way you all look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look at you. I did, because we, we, you looked up as soon as we said pizza. It's not like, woman, put pizza in the fridge. Wait, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's in, the in the fridge. Woman. So oh, dear. Get in the kitchen. Make me some pie. <laughs> Sandwiches. Yeah. It's the classic. That is the uh, very um, misogynistic and sexist uh, classic line. Yeah. What? Sandwiches? 
Yeah. Well, not sure why it was always sandwiches. Pseudo make me a sandwich. Surely the most misogynist way is to make, say, woman, make me this ridiculously complicated dish that will take hours. I guess. It's like, you, make duck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you create the duck out of nothing. <laughs> exactly. Go for the physical action of creating duck meat through molecular biology. <laughs> right, that's what you have to do, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, get in the kitchen and make me some make duck me some orange. <laughs> <laughs> And make the orange taste good. Indeed. And, and less like orange. <laughs> Dackle orange is horrible. And with that, <laughs> uh, we bring to the end another Salacast. Yay. Thank you for joining us. We actually did fill it out, despite the fact that... Of course we did. We were yeah. worried for Every time we say we might not, we do. So. Except that one time when we didn't. I don't remember that time. You don't didn't happen. <laughs> we did have a rather large padding period. Indeed. Anyway, yes, and uh, catch us next time for... Um, uh, possibly Uncharted. Possibly Uncharted. Possibly uh, the end of Batman for me, which I will finish. <laughs> and uh, more Zack-related stuff. Dumb stuff, like old more... XCOM games and shit. And more Maybe s- more X3. And more Sonic Root discussion, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Yeah! Bye! Yeah! Dent on mounting. <laughs> Don't feel good. Oh, it's frictions. Yeah. Got away with it. Oh! Oh! Oh, no. oh. Another one popped oh, no. out. That one's that okay, one's though. Okay. Right, should we actually do a podcast? Yeah, yeah I think it's <laughs>